Hello and welcome to another episode of Bounty Buddies. I am Tim Lanning. Joining me as always is Pat Edwards. Hi all my buddies. Tim, thank Jane you for oh. Oh, I was say no, thank you, you for introducing going. me not when I was taking a, a full mouthful of beverage like last time. <laughs> I that's not my fault. That's your fault. Uh Jane Ritt. What a journey this intro has been already. <laughs> and Omar Najam. Great. And now the intro is done. <laughs> <laughs> now We've the done it. Done. We made it. <laughs> so we're talking about um, uh, the episode seven in the name of honor, which is the finale of of the book of Boba Fett, the program, or as I like to call it, season two point five of the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Was and, it ever? Uh, what, what did you What did you all think? Uh, man, <laughs> <they're> all... <laughs> yeah. I, Pat I spoke first. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I I I'm excited for this conversation because this is one of the fastest we've ever recorded an episode of Bounty yeah, Bunnies. Yeah, I just since the watching. episode came out, uh, we wanted to really jump on it. I didn't not like it. I liked a lot of it. There were things yeah. I did. I think it, it's like I I need this conversation for myself personally. <laughs> yeah. It's less for you, listener. I need it for me to digest yeah. it. Yes. This is going to help me digest yes. and then maybe circle back at the end of the conversation if, if I <laughs> yes. liked it or not. Yeah. No, yes. I mean, I've definitely had my opinion changed while podcasting uh, <laughs> uh, many times and I feel like selfish podcasting is the best podcasting where it's yeah. like, sure, the, this is for the audience, I guess, but really it's just for me <laughs> to work through uh, 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 content therapy style. Yeah. I don't want to say that I give this episode like a five out of ten, mm-hmm. but I want to say that of the ten different television shows that this episode was, I liked about five of them. <laughs> what a great rating system for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I, I think like... the episode mechanically was bad, but I, I liked it. Um, y- you know, it, it just still continues to feel an incredibly strangely edited. Um, but I think besides the weird editing and the goofy Phoenix scene at the end, um, uh, for the most part, you know, I'm a simple man, Grogu falling asleep on a rancor oh, come, gets I mean, an episode yeah. like way up, you know, I, I can't help it. This episode was like, someone gives you a piece of candy, but then while you're enjoying that delicious piece of candy, they tell you what a piece of shit you are and list all your flaws. <laughs> and then as soon as you finish your piece of candy, you start to focus on all the mean things they said to you, but then they give you another piece of candy. Yeah. 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 Cause like, yeah. Omar, how about you? Yeah. I mean, all of these, I like it's, I walked away and I have a big question to throw at everybody at the end of this, which I was okay. like, Oh, I think I know. I think maybe I now know what the show is going for and maybe is um but yeah i jane you put it expertly honestly where i was just like oh man out of the 70 genres (laughs) that we're blasting through yeah god it was really cool to see a bunch of these and i i I walk away i really enjoyed during the episode i was like i don't know what's happening and then (laughs) at a certain point halfway through it might have been 30 minutes it might have been five hours but i was like oh star wars talent show (laughs) <laughs> Everyone gets yeah. to do a Star Wars talent show. <laughs> okay, okay. I I'm like very it. excited, like Omar, to get to that reveal because I would love to know what the show is. Because I <laughs> Star Wars talent show. You know, I think it makes sense. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the choices the characters make in this episode <laughs> almost never make any sense. <laughs> and uh, you know, we've said it before. Uh, 
Star Wars is inherently weird, so sometimes you have to grade on a curve, and I know I am occasionally um, self-selective on that fact, right? <laughs> like, I'll die for Grogu forever, but any other puppet, I'm like, fuck this. Um, <laughs> yes. But, you know, Rancor's... Oh, damn, I almost said Rancor's rank up there for me. And I was like, that's way too close to a pun. And I don't want Pat to think he can do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I value Rancor's much. I was able to play with a toy Rancor at a wrench friend's house when I was a teen mm-hmm. or like a tween. So, you know, that was very important for me. But yeah, you know, baffling. It, it, we just, <laughs> the show just never told us why a lot of the things mattered. And, it was, and that's been the whole problem of the show consistently. It's like, you know, it's that very simple thing of we're pr- we, we know why Boba's doing this. We know. But he hasn't said it. Yeah. And we kind of need him to say it. And we kind of need him to say it explicitly, you know? Um, and very much this scene was like they walked into the bombed uh, out Garza's uh, cantina. And they're like, well, it started. And they don't even, they tr- they give you like a dash, yeah. uh, a spritz of trying to explain why specifically this was bombed. But they pretty much say what we said is, we only know one place in this town. I thought we knew two, but it turns out the Pike area is in Moss Eisley, which mm-hmm. makes sense. They did yeah. say that before, but I forgot. Um, or I didn't like put two and two together. So it's really just, we know one area in Mos Espa from the show, so we have to blow it up. And also, we have no real idea that the people of Mos Espa are in danger. But the worst characters that they introduced told us it was important. So, and I also think Finnick, like, was all over the place this episode. Like, she's always the one to be like, kick his ass, Boba. Fuck him up, Boba. And this time it's like, there's three dudes. We have three dudes, two of which have both plot and Mandalorian armor. Like, just shoot them. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I cannot believe she said that. I mean, there's an argument to be made for why it made sense, but it's just like, what is happening? The the line, you're emotional right now, said to the most unemotional flat character in all of Star Wars. (laughs) If you insist. I I, I feel like the, the only thing I could say about that is that she knows... That Cad Bane said this to piss him off. Right. Yeah. Which I assume she thinks means that it's a bad idea to get pissed off by him. Exactly. Like, like she doesn't yeah. know what's up, but she knows <laughs> yeah. that, like, if he is goading them into a conflict. Yeah. They, I mean, do it's we like, just if start Cad Bane wants chronologically? It, we don't. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. I feel let's, like let's, we let's almost have to go chronologically because otherwise... I think that's the only sort order yes, yeah. <laughs> like, that exists for these yeah. events. So we, we end up with, as as everybody was saying, it is Boba and Fennec walking into the bombed out husk of what I would say is probably the coolest place we have seen on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the only chill hangout spot the only clean in existence. Cantina, yeah. Or like clean anywhere. Mm-hmm. Tattoo. It's Run by a wonderful yeah. character mm-hmm. with a ton of promise in terms of injecting nuance and maybe like some graded introduction mm-hmm. into like how the world really works. No, she no. dead. Mm-hmm. Everybody dead. here dead. And Fennec's like, it was inevitable. And it's like, I, gu- I guess. <laughs> why, Finnick, though? But why? It's like, okay, well, now war's here. Sure, but why? 
Why this place, other than the fact that the this there's only one building? Because we have no idea where Jabba's palace is. It's somewhere out it's there. It's apparently it's very at, close. It's as vaguely walkable. A lot walkable. closer than we... <laughs> yeah, because people can walk there and yeah. do a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it... it, it I, sometimes I just wish the shows wouldn't do that, you know? Because my big thing is, like, I'm a huge stickler for, I know it's silly, I know that we can put A to B to C, but I need the show to at least, you know, do the thank you for smoking thing. Oh, why right. can we smoke cigarettes in space? We get the blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I need. I need mm-hmm. a small bit of right. blah, blah, blah. And, that you know, space it lantern is a personal it, flaw of mine. Yes. But they didn't, they, I wish in this case we could complain about them not giving us a, a an explanation. It is like when Lost did like right. those extra uh, web episodes, and it's like, here's that bird you saw earlier. Isn't that fucked up? Um, and, and things yeah. of that nature. I, I wish they would just been like, God damn it, those fuckers are they're they're just trying to scare the people. Instead, they're like, ah, it's it was bound to happen. Right, 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 right. I'm like this was like, yeah, this was my strongest ally, and then it's just yeah. like. You know what I mean, or something like that. You like, talked just to like, her we got like capped. Oh, this two is why they times. Do yeah, it doesn't make sense though, because we we learned something that I guess is was kind of obvious that we didn't really think about. Because we've joked the whole season about how like why what's so important about like the spice on Tatooine? Why mm-hmm. are you moving it? I made like the laundering joke last time, but mm-hmm. but I guess they could be they're selling it to the the residents of Tatooine. And yeah, I thought that people. part and was interesting. He says, "Oh, they're it's killing our people," which is fine, but like that was not explicitly. They don't. They never show us any right. signs of like, you know, people like all messed up on spice, like in alleyways or something yeah. like that. Right. And, and and that being said, why then, if that's the true, and and you're part of the value or the majority of the value for the Pikes of Tatooine is selling it to the the people that live on Tatooine. Why do you blow up on this planet? There's two cities. Yeah. Why do you blow up the place where I'm sure like the most spice deals happened in all of Tatooine? No, (laughs) I mean, again, I, I like the episode. I just have, there's just a thousand more versions of the show that should have exist. And I saw a tweet today that was like, uh, I just feel so good that I'm able to dance around, uh, and, and gloat to people who said that they could make a good Boba Fett show. They're not wrong. They did not make a good Boba Fett show. I enjoyed my time with it. It's just that, like, all these little things, and they did so much telling without showing, and then not even really telling. And that's why we have these weird episodes yeah. that are, like, co- tons of cool shit's happening. And, like, I, individually, I enjoy this. But I think... Even though I liked it, I I just don't want to give the mouse credit, right? <laughs> I don't want to to let Disney just make dog yeah. shit things that are really lazy. So Mando shows up, and and like oh that was he's like yeah I believe Cobb and his his people are gonna come. I'm very I'm pretty confident. Confident. Yes. Co- oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What? That, it's fine. I'm okay with it. But <laughs> I'm not. But are you okay with it? <laughs> no. How do you feel about what you've I done? No. Just let it me know. I get a get out of pun jail free card later because Damn of that. It. Yeah. <laughs> so so CAD visits um basically all of the nervous leaders of Tatooine who are just fretting openly about the fact that war is coming and they yeah. don't like that. And what does it mean? Yeah. And the Pike syndicate is basically like, I don't care if you don't like that this is happening. Like, like we're, we're, we're going to do what we're going to do, which is blow up 
this, you know, fabulous bar. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's it's kind of that, that Lando thing where it's like, okay, but you said you wouldn't, you know, hurt my friends. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm a villain, so. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> surprised he didn't say the agreement has been changed. Prandon yeah. won't change it further or something like that. Yeah. Whatever that thing it's, specific line is. They showed restraint there, and I got to give it yeah. up. Yeah, because that is what was happening. That was. Like, was, specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mayor does deal with, like, evil like blatantly evil murderous villains blatantly evil murderous villains do some evil murdering Ma- mayor pikachu face like exactly. oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is too far uh, this is too far it, guys <laughs> it also felt weird when the mods you know were like we have to stay here and boba's like no and it's like we need to it's like okay and it's just <laughs> like boba is such a fucking idiot and yeah. i wish finnick would have been like no we have they they sold toys of Boba Fett's pa- or, or Jabba's palace. Let's go there. And they're like, no, <laughs> we have to be it's, in this ruin. And which they said ruin instead of I don't know whatever. The thing about the thing about Boba and to some degree Fennec is that like it feels like they have decided to be good guys. Yeah, but they've they've only ever briefly interacted with good guys and mostly killed them. So they don't know. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. They don't know how how to be good guys. Very and true. they are very, very, <laughs> very bad at it. Like they, so they're like, no, yes. we don't want to do evil things and drugs are bad. We want to stop the drugs. Generally speaking. Generally, while Finnick is like, no, I'm trying yeah. to get that cash. There's a search on right. Boba's tablet. How to hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it, and it's not even that he wants to be a hero or maybe even not a good guy. He's like, I want to be a guy who protects people from being hurt. Right, right, right. Like, I want to do right by these people, but, like, I don't know any of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know any of the people, but who I think you? I should protect them. <laughs> the sort of chaos of it is very, not to jump ahead or, or, or reveal anything per se, even though everyone's seen it, but, like, Cad Bane being like, I'm, you're a killer. I just, like, both being like, yeah. Duh. Yeah, like I don't. I'm sorry. What did you? Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. not hurting my feelings. It's not the, <laughs> an, the first annual uh, Bounty Buddies Award show is n- no movie or show is ever, ever, ever allowed to say you're not a killer. <laughs> like that is such a. F- I I don't know what I was watching or playing recently, but it came up and it's like I think I was playing like Far Cry Six when I've killed a million people mm-hmm. and you're, like, you're not a killer. It's like yes, I am. Literally, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> it, but that thing comes. That line comes up all the fucking time. I don't know what crawled up like screenwriters class like eight years ago. That now we have to deal with that. Like it's not compelling. It's like that was one of the. Never mind. I almost started. Talking there's about there's a structural thing about storytelling that includes like broad good and evil, but also needs to have set pieces in combat. Yeah, is that um like ads don't count, right? Yes. So it's like. It's like the 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 guys who are working and like the like guards don't count. Yeah. Mercenaries don't count. Yeah. Main characters count regardless of whether they're heroes or villains. But yes. nobody that so it's like oh, the yeah. par- the Paragon Renegade thing where like in BioWare you are defined by how you treat the main characters. It you, but you will do a million murders 
regardless and you're worse if you then punish the person at the yeah, top right. like that's what makes you bad it's very Whereas, much like, like in the don't world be rude. <laughs> in the world like presumably you should do worse punishments to the people who are calling the shots yes. as opposed to the yeah. people who are like just trying to feed their families yeah <laughs> right it's like uh, that always bothers me about this type of framework of morality it's the daredevil thing right where he, like he uh the first movie where he kills bullseye just like outright yeah the affleck one and then kingpin goes like all right kill me and then or something like that and he goes like i'm gonna show you mercy and you're just like what why him no, like no. what you just <laughs> like, did murder bro yeah like no no, no, no like, you want to be a mass vigilante <laughs> yeah like we, we we don't kill clever villains like, that's that it makes yeah. no sense those like, are the ones compelling. that like game respects game i can't do it yeah 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 yeah, yeah so, i mean so it's a little bit like but it's so much like yeah it's like you're the good guys we have to do this and i just feel like bob himself is just like uh i don't know if that's true like in the entire yeah, episode right. he's like no nah, i no nah, i kill people like that's i think you're thinking of somebody else yeah. like i'm i'm trying yeah. you went you no, wanted I, to go you clean? know darth no. vader said no disintegrations to me right, right. <laughs> like i'm on screen for two minutes <laughs> but the best villain in all of media was like all right cool it you know <laughs> i want to talk myself into loving this mm -hmm. i want to be positive i like to be the positive one However, this conversation is like frustrating to me because it's, it's, they contradict themselves because it's like you're not a killer. But then later, Boba insults Cad by saying like you're a slimy murdering. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, well, if that's not the I, I do love a good take a, well, yeah. like a, an English <laughs> idiom and then like alien yeah. it up. Where he's like, yeah, if that's yeah. not the quacka calling the stiffling <laughs> slimy. Well, it's like, wait. You just said that he's rocks. not a killer, but then you're like you're saying it's hypocritical. Hey, which for him one's to the dick and which one's the balls? <laughs> is the question. It's also like who uh, gives I mean, a the, shit? The this stippling. is Boba Fett, and you're. But yeah, maybe we should uh, uh, keep re going. on. We, we got to keep going. I don't. Oh, we could yeah. talk about any scene for an hour. Yes, yeah. but we can't. Very true. The thing we suspected earlier is that yes, the Pike leader does explicitly say it was them that killed yep. Boba's adopted Tuscan family. Yeah, and made it and look like it was the Nick Toes. Yeah, which I thought was interesting because at first I think I thought it was like, okay, they paid the speeder gang to do it. And now it seems like, no, they fucking, <laughs> this is why you don't have a good sample. Uh, branding, the double-edged sword, right? Uh, so it is kind of interesting. And they didn't really, um, I don't know if Boba would even cared because they were bad boys. But the fact it makes his uh, revenge scene all that more brutal. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, he's killed randos, <laughs> not mm. randos. They're bad people. No, not randos. They were yeah. rude to bartenders. You don't do that to service workers. And they were rude <laughs> to that couple on a date night. Yeah, was, they were already yeah. cut out the original Star Wars. Don't be rude again. Mm -hmm. And and this is fodder for when Cad comes to basically like just dunk on Boba and try and get him to fight. He's the one who reveals. That, like, you got played. It was actually the Pike Syndicate. But again, it's this weird thing of stakes mm -hmm. where, like, it's not like he's like, how could they do such a thing? How could they betray? Like, it's supposed to be like you were it, like it's a betrayal, mm -hmm. but it's it doesn't raise the stakes at all at this point because no. we're already mm -hmm. mad at them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, A, we probably knew that was the case, and B, it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to really kill you now. It's like, they yeah. were going to they were gonna be at war anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very, you know, it's very much like, like, okay, we want to have our cake and make it be like, yeah, we're real bad and have it too, but it's like, we don't need this cake. We know what's happening. <laughs> Why are you saying this all smugly? Here, yeah. Stop twisting your little mustaches here. 
I did kind of like the idea, and it's in both of their conversations together, Kat and Boba, um, that that this isn't the first time their paths have crossed, that like yeah. they know each other reasonably well. I know that Dave Filoni, before the uh, Bad Batch was actually a thing, mm-hmm. um, it was going to be an arc in the Clone Wars show before it got canceled. And I actually, at w- one of the Star Wars celebrations a long time ago, like before the, the sequel trilogy, um, he actually screened basically like mock-ups, <laughs> like oh, yeah. like little geometric shapes moving around a screen with rough voice acting. And one of the things was that he was going to have Ked be an influence on young Boba as like Boba was coming up yeah. into the criminal I th- trade. I thought I read something that, Django was actually something of a mentor to Cad, and then Cad was yeah, something of a mentor to Boba. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's but they didn't that they... do it satisfyingly in the context of these conversations. It had yeah. the flavor, but it didn't have the substance of it. Yeah. So I if think... you paused, you're like, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, I do kind of like that they, you know, canonized uh, uh, cut content. It's like, okay, we wanted to do this. We didn't have time. Right. So them adding that is, I thought it was interesting, but it's like, what would I have thought if I didn't watch like a, a screen crush video where they pointed that right. out? Right. Like yeah. That. Should we get to a really good part? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, we surprising no one, but also you never know. Everything's technically surprising this show. And X-Wing is uh, landing at Mos Eisley uh, to talk to Pelimoto. And, uh, yeah, it, it was basically that whole thing of, like, wait, is Luke going to fucking quit training and be like, all right, right. I'll drop you off at your dad's house. I still <laughs> yeah. love you, kid. But, no, it, it was R2-D2 that flew the ship by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was cute and fun. And having Pelly argue with R2 is great. Yep. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> also, the lines of, like, her running up and being like, you'll never b- – I just put in my registration. What? And I was yes. like, I love so this, good. actually. Yeah. Like, She's perfect everything. in every scene. Yeah. And her being like, Grogu, that's a terrible name. I'm never that- calling that. <laughs> so so yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> she is the audience. Uh, and then he eats – he eat, him eat worm. Yeah. yeah. R2's like, I'm very Him do eat worm. No, you're not. You just yeah. Say what you will about this finale, but Grogu do eat worm. Grogu that is very true. Worm. I do love her because that's such a, like a grown up with a little kid thing. Mm-hmm. Of did you learn to fly an X wing in the pod droids? Like did it? She's like, I, I know, dummy. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing like the, it's yeah. a kid. I'm being like it's he, big you know. uh, favorite Zadie aunt energy. Yes, where it's yeah. like, all right, he's not here, so let me take him to whatever. It's like, no, shut up. I need to give him <laughs> this boy needs to eat. He's skin mm-hmm. and bones. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's also, like, the acting in that scene. Because I feel like so much is going on, it often gets lost, and we get so much Star Wars now that like we kind of forget yeah. like how it's literally an actor with a projected background yes. turning to nothings, and like n- the yes. most something is a puppet, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, yeah. like yeah. like two two essential puppets, like one of them is like a robot puppet, yeah. the other is a little soft furry puppet, and just having one of the best scenes in the whole season, you know, just mm-hmm. like a yeah. quick little thing, and you're like. Why is there chemistry between you and inanimate objects? Some of which yeah, won't yes. even exist right. until the computer make them. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's just great. Yeah. She's perfect. Oh, that's so true. That, wow. Yeah, she just brought so much life to that <laughs> and like banter and back and forth when reality, it is her talking to a ship followed by a puppet, <laughs> followed by a different puppet, followed by some- Probably a tennis ball. Probably <laughs> right. a tennis ball, followed by- uh, a bunch of I think I think the the little um, mechanics droids are added late like after right? I don't yeah. think they're actually 
physically there, followed by a tennis ball eating a bowl of fake worms. <laughs> like, and and just brings this warmth and vitality oh. to it. Yeah, yeah. that's so that funny to acting. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she is like obviously so cartoonish, but she's able to pull it off in a way that it is perfect. And even when, like, she says, uh, what, what was like, head tails or whatever, mm-hmm. she says yeah. it, or t- like, in a way that's not racist, but yeah. in, like, very <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, possibly racist, depending on the context. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Grogu does have the, the, the mithril, the best yes. part of yeah. mithril. He has a shiny yeah. little <laughs> Yes, that. <laughs> so then, I guess, broadly speaking, setting the tone for what is... So essentially for the rest of the episode, it is one big incomprehensible set piece. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like it is because there are parts of it that are droid fights. Mm -hmm. There are parts of it that are Westerns. There's parts of it that's literally King Kong. Like that was a choice. So, so, but basically where it starts out is you've got um, factions that said they would not betray Boba Fett betraying boba fett mm-hmm. no in locations Shocking. where there where there is like one or a small selection of boba's allies who are right. outnumbered mm-hmm. so you have yes. like different districts in the city that people are watching and then in those districts the bad guys you know pull out guns from barrels and stuff yeah. and the, then yeah the strategy here there's two strategies they employ, and they never employ the middle ground, which would make sense to me, is let's spread our dudes out completely yeah. uh, so they can each individually get surrounded. Yeah. And then let's retreat and then all hunker down behind an exploding car. <laughs> like, there's no, all right, here you, like, flank them, people on your cool ship. Come behind them with your guns. Yeah. There's none of that. And, you know, I did like that for half a second, it was, it was, like incomprehensible is a great way to say it because they introduced the mods earlier in the season as being their eyes and ears of most Espa. And then in this scene, they're like using the mods to be the eyes and ears mm-hmm. for Boba's eyes and ears. And it's like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> uh, the, you're like, you, you put the Gamorreans at the airport? <laughs> what are you talking about? You have seven to eight dispendable the mods. The most open airspace where, like, a ranged weapon is much more preferred to a melee, and you have the two guys with big axe just standing yeah. around. It's simply because they would make the best noise falling off a cliff, and that's not fair to my not my two husky kings. All right. <laughs> Yeah. It, it does feel a little bit like so. These are two badass bounty hunters slash assassins who are trying to make good, mm-hmm. and they've lived this hard scrabble life of combat and you know kill or be killed that type of thing. And I can see how that would lead them to believe that they are good at strategy as yeah. opposed to just tactics, right? Yeah. But but in fact, they are incredibly bad at strategy. Right. So bad. <laughs> They're so bad at st- so like. It, like nobody, nobody comes out of this looking smart. Looking smart, <laughs> nobody. Let's just say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, looks like sick. they all come out of it looking like huge dummies who got yeah. mega played. Yes. Well, the one thing I will say is I did like that they paid a kissy of lip service of protecting like city hall. So it's yeah. like okay, we have to have somebody here because they might do something to it. They didn't. They didn't get t- like this is one of the times I wish they would have. If you're going to 
tell instead of show, just go in and tell us why you're doing it. Because this is, this is very stupid. Uh, like, Chris Antan completely alone. Uh, standing you know. out. All of them just standing out in the open, though, yeah. too. Right. It's like, yeah. hi, uh, go inside, behind a window I mean, or something. It's so formulaic to set up, like, them getting ambushed in the different quarters that it, it's, it's lightly eye-rolly. And the shootout with the mods was bad. I'll say yes. that. Uh, you know, most of the scenes, like, in, the interstitial scenes aren't bad. The choices are bad and fun things happening, even if it's incomprehensible. The, the mod shootout scene was bad, proving, once again, why the fuck it ain't the show. Um, but, yeah, no, that was, like, really weird. I get what they're trying to do. They wanted to give some impact at each of the betrayals. So it's like, here's our sub-bosses, and then we have the main bosses. But it's like, again, we don't have... A, a charismatic bad guy anywhere yeah. to be right. found, except for the one dude they introduced last episode that most people don't know who he is. Yeah, right. and then he comes back and he he's you know I mean I thought I thought every time Cad Bane was on screen it was good, mm-hmm. um, but it was used very weirdly. And I do love when he came and was just being a shit to Boba because like as soon as he tells him that the Pikes were the ones who killed the Tuscans. After, you know, like Jane said, we didn't need a reason. We didn't, Boba didn't need a reason. It just shows, like, Cad is just a malice-filled fucker. Yeah. Who yeah. just wanted to, you know, put the cigar out in Boba's armor just because, to twist the knife a little bit. Because mm-hmm. he definitely feels like the type of guy that wants the fighting to break out, the chaos to happen. Yeah. And I did yeah. like that part. Yeah. Like, the thing about Cad is that he's very, he's expressed in other media as being very efficient, mm-hmm. right? And he he likes to bring the project in on time and under budget. Right, right. So so like if if he is it's not that he really cares about the people, but if he's able to basically be like, well, I goaded him into shooting at me and then I shot him and it's all over so I can go pay me, I'm leaving. Okay. Like that's that's what he's that's what he's going to go for. I did not um, pick up on that, but that makes total complete sense and I like. He's basically it. he's like He's trying to get him to just, and he even says it, I think. He says something yeah. effective. Let's do this now. Mm-hmm. He just wants right. to have a standoff, and hopefully he kills Boba. And then it's like, gotcha. yeah, game over. I right. win. He doesn't want it to be a whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah. like he's, yeah. he's too old. It's not that he cares that, like, million, or not millions, but dozens, I guess, yeah. will <laughs> die. Yeah. A COVID-allowed amount of yeah, um, people. <laughs> but, but it doesn't work because Fennec was like, no, this time... Do not shoot and kill. Mm-hmm. This time, let's play this smart, which they don't. Um, mm-hmm. But right, because they're already instinct, here, so nothing smart. It, yeah, little moments I really loved in a very chaotic way, in a very Cad Bane way, I guess you could say. Like two of them were, they're both sort of related to Fennec. One is when she goes manners. I like it, and I was like, I didn't that know that was, was good. value to you, but I like that. Like, what is just like a yeah. fun little flash where I was like, oh, interest. Okay, that's great. Okay, it's that's like a very yeah. Mister Wolf sort of thing where I'm just like, oh, yeah. sure, yeah, that's some fun spice. Well, and she was all. She also had a personality when she was talking to Mando. Like, I feel like she she just only really talks to Boba, <laughs> and she talks to him in the way that like she knows that like. <laughs> She she speaks Boba when yes. she's talking to Boba, and and she like has a personality when she's talking to other people. You're so Finally right. an adult. <laughs> yeah, she's like Boba's kind of a weird dude. <laughs> you know, like, there's something you got to know about. And the other moment that I was just like, okay, uh, was um, where I'm just like, a lot is happening, 
and it could be done so efficiently but like give me feed me this chaos because this will just this can't go well it's when <laughs> the it's a twofold moment and this is jumping ahead a little bit but it's when the mods are it's when the mods and freetown folk are hiding behind a wall very sort of like butch cassidy-esque wild bunchy sort right. of like we can't go up against all these forces the cavalry is here and they go we need a sniper and you go great there is one mod who literally his eye can do this oh shit. Oh my god! And then I didn't even catch they that. don't send him. And then I was like, okay. And then they're just like, we gotta fire at this. And then I was like, wait. Also, you have a sniper, and her name is Fedek. <laughs> I was like, literally, this. She's like so good at this. But then I thought about it. And no, I was like, she's no, in most Eisley. Yeah, yeah. She had to go out, and go do some stuff. But I was like, but you know what? Good point. Because that would wrap it up. Because there are people who are good at things. So I kind of like the fact that they were pushed into these corners. And I was like, these are bad decisions. But God damn, is it fun watching you all like not do it right for me? Where I was just yeah. like, right. good luck. And then like, we can't shoot the thing. You're right. Because this is a terrible plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It makes no sense. But it rocks. Because they do kind of make it sound like, for, I mean, obviously skipping ahead. But like, that's kind of part and parcel with everything. Is they make something that sounds like it makes sense. And then something happens. And like, why did we do that? <laughs> Constantly. Yeah, yeah. Mando being like, "This is a terrible plan." He's like, he's yeah. like checking in. He's like, "No, I don't know about this, but I guess we're gonna die." And then Grogu comes in. He's like, "God damn it! We should have gone with a good plan." Then I didn't realize there were gonna be like mistakes for me. Well, as everything is going to shit, um, <laughs> the, the the two most armored people yeah. are are standing in what they have decided is the safe house and they're basically being like so do we do we just run mm-hmm. and like or do we stay and fight and and i appreciate it. so the first thing that i appreciate is that boba's like wow everyone betrayed me and mando's like yeah it was the smart thing to do mm-hmm. that was funny. Um, i like that like that that was a nice little moment because like that is true and Absolutely should have been foreseen. Yes. Um, and also, like, they kind of go back and forth about, like, uh, basically, why are you staying even though we are going to die? Mm-hmm. You're not even getting paid. <laughs> um, and Boba basically being like, do you actually believe all of the Mandalorian stuff? And him yeah. being like, yes, that is my my show. And him being like, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I. This isn't the thing that puts it all in a place but just to harken back to like the first time i got top on it discussed like that was the moment i was like oh we're doing the D boss fight because right. i was like oh got it paladin and we've got like you know like right. our, our ranger or somebody um and our our rogue is out there doing her stuff and then they're like well we'll just shoot it out i'm like this is gonna be interesting roll for initiative oh wait and then someone goes actually can i do a charisma check can i actually try to roll persuasion yeah. against these dudes <laughs> And I was like, this is the most D&D thing where a character just pops in and goes like, hi, I just think I can do another approach. And you're like, you completely interrupted the action, but go ahead. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's no, so I, interesting I, because that is Boba's single best line in the entire show. Mm-hmm. And he did not yes. deliver it himself. <laughs> you're so right. Because it, it's a great great line mm-hmm. it is a great moment those are boba's words but someone else is saying them yeah and i you know i was gonna say before that the D comparison which we make a lot you know of sort of uh mando being kind of just like okay i guess i need to do this i'm stupid uh and, and i, I kind of see finnick and boba uh in the burnt out husk being like 
all right, let's go fight. And then, like, the NPCs, the DM throws at them, says you have to stay here. <laughs> but, and the players are like, that doesn't make any sense. But the DM wants to stay. Okay, I guess we'll stay here and fight here, I guess. I don't know. Right. Uh, and, and then, yeah, the Major Dormo being like, okay, tell you what I'll do. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm from Kurosan. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> God, that was so I, good. I love him. And yeah. I love that he did the thing that we joked about earlier this season. Like, he's going to start angling for, Bo- like, to do to keep his role, but with Boba. Yep. Yeah. Ah, he's so great. And when he almost got shot, Ijin genuinely was like, this is pretty rough. I was like, we're going (laughs) to watch this dude die. And then... That the moment the action kicks in, I genuinely went back to being a little Star Wars kid. Like just the yeah. two Mandalorians just blasting. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jetpack oh, boys. That was good. <laughs> yeah. No matter what else is happening, watching Mandalorian teamwork. <laughs> mm, but delicious to me. There's good go moments. Don't wait for me. Okay, I love, <laughs> I love Boba's knee rockets move yes. like yes. that's great that's a lot of fun the thing that kills me though again change your point like how like strategy it's in the beginning they just have everyone standing out in the open like right. mm-hmm. big target hey look at me uh and then the surprise with the jetpacks is is good because it's cool and it's good strategy because you're probably a lot harder to hit like zipping through yep. the air than on the right. ground but then when they land i'm imagining it's probably because jetpack limited fuel or yes something, right yeah, yeah. um but standing again right there in the middle of the intersection, just the two of you, not good. They should be like running. <laughs> no. They should be on the move. Like go behind this. Like come around. We're gonna come around the block, and mm-hmm. we're gonna use these buildings for cover. Yeah. And then it could have been like a, like, like kind of cat and mousey because you have like this whole like, platoon of, of of thugs, and it's like, well, don't just stand there and give them an easy target. Like come around and flank them, and you can like pick yeah. them off. It's like that. Um, do a bigger version of in Mandalorian season two. Uh, when they're at like the 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 arms dealers compound and mm-hmm. there's kind of like like that stock like a, like stock through like the the streets or whatever yeah. and was it Ahsoka or Amanda was one of those like picking the people off one by one mm-hmm. or something yeah yeah um, it was very good do like that and you could do that across the board with everyone like because they have the numbers so you use the city use the city to your advantage because you're the defender of the city and the people are like helping you and you're mm-hmm. going in their buildings I don't know that was a great point they did nothing with the city. They didn't. They didn't do any of that tropes, yeah. right? Your three amigos or any other. No, trope, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like you know how people when they talk about like sex in the city, they say like, and the city is another character. Like Tatooine, extre- like the city, <laughs> extremely was not a character. Yeah, the people, the people in it were largely. I just he had no relationship with the people in the city. Yeah, it at all. Extent- that like when the Rancor is running around, there's still people behind their like seashell and 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 oyster uh, stalls. Yeah, being yeah. like like why are you here? <laughs> <Go away>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so like they have a cool jetpack fight, and then they get completely um, overrun, and then everybody from all of their various betrayals inexplicably made it out mm-hmm. and like the free town folks and they all kind of come together for not the Gamorreans. I like the, yeah. Yeah, not, the not everyone Rip. RIP really genuinely yeah. miss those guys. I'm not gonna Yeah, lie. those guys rock and I hope they survived somehow. <laughs> I did like the Kersantan reveal because you last you saw him it yes. looked really bleak for yes. him. Yeah. They're like dogpiling yeah. on and him. His like, yeah. leg is broken. 
Like, yeah. it's yeah. dragging behind him. Yeah. yeah. But then you just and see I him, like, toss need... some enemies yeah. and then, and then come out from so the alley. Cool. The toss and blast. I was like, oh, the badass oh. is back. Dude, and I'm so excited. So and then cool. he throws yeah. a guy and then shoots him midair. And I was like, oh, our boy. That, yeah. That was, like, the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I, I didn't need any ounce of, like, oh, how did he get out of that one? Yeah. It's like, who gives a shit? He he stood up and threw them all, all off of him like a cartoon. Yeah. That's what happened. And now yep. he's here. And it rocks. Yeah. Like, like cut out the approximately three minutes of the mod girl and the Freetown girl forming an unlikely friendship and becoming sniper buddies. They're married. That's that's not needed. Um, simply more chrysanthemum. Also, yeah. if you could go back in time and tell young Jane that at one point I'd be like, completely remove this scene about two like women fighters mm-hmm. in Star Wars <laughs> with, with like guns forming an unlikely friendship and more of this one Wookiee, I probably <laughs> would be really confused. But structurally, <laughs> that is mm-hmm. that yeah. is what this is. Who do you become in the yes. future? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Trust me, what actually, happens? Because it's the yeah, moment, like it's a moment that hot buzz mugs but yeah. like but not like a mug version of it where it's just like the don't go being you know don't go screwed up i wouldn't give you the i wouldn't give you the pleasure of it but they're in yeah. hot fuzz it's like a fun thing whereas this one is just like don't be like a womper rat like it's blasting off swamp stuff and you you think swamp stuff and you're like oh, you guys just shoot like i'm yeah. just, like i love yeah, it like, Get a like drink finally later. they're it, answering but... the the theme the through line of the entire tv show can city folk and country folk get along and finally <laughs> we have to take their word for it yeah. because nothing about most Espa or anywhere else on Tatooine would, Tatooine would I describe as city folk. Even like the most Espa people are like backwoods people. Is- they even have their own stratification. You know what? I'm into it. Let's go. This is Apparently- the thing about the mods. This is the thing about the mods. They introduce every plot hook for the mods like a minute and a half before the payoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like just like immediately beforehand, yeah. like and they hate country folk. Don't worry, they get along. <laughs> like, like and you have to defend these people. Don't worry, we will. Like the three cities we know about on Tatooine are also very close to each other. Or Tatooine is the, the smallest planet, the smallest yeah. a planetoid can be while still having yeah. gravity. Freetown is really isn't one of them really far away from the others. Isn't I thought it was Freetown? supposed to be out there. I, yeah, I appreciate you're using this new here. name, Jane. <laughs> I'm, I almost was going to look up a, a map of tattooing. Like, don't, no, we don't, don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> but one thing, I think my biggest gripe with this episode yeah. is when the Freetown people show up mm-hmm. and, and I guess confirm that Cad's no dead. With, but Cobb, they're wrong, no right? They should have done this to me. <laughs> like, they're wrong. That's it's, like that the thing. Be, like, it's a terrible choice. Like, they're actually stupid. stupid. They're like, actually wrong, though. Because, like, yeah. there's a post credit sequence. Like, not to jump so far ahead. But they're no, like please. literally incorrect. Because like when he said it, I was like, I don't think that's and, true. And, and, and then it wasn't. I, either either they are Baffling. wrong yeah. or they are lying. <laughs> right. They don't, yeah. And if they don't know, how the fuck did he get there? And where the, <laughs> where how did any of this happen? You know, it's right. like, oh, oh, oh the, the Jedi show with the fucking puppet, you're asking how for realism. Yeah, I am. How did Cobb get there? Hey, friends. <laughs> I have a confession. I have a confession. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be super honest here mm-hmm. and real. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know there was a post credit scene. I didn't what? watch it. 
Tell me what happened. Oh, no. Cal's alive? Really? It's yeah, Cal's okay. alive. It's, it's we have, we have really to get fast. to the end of the episode. We have okay. to get to the end yeah. of the episode. We'll tell you later. And that, then we have to figure out what the fuck happened here. Yeah. But, okay. okay. But Qui-Gon um, and... I'm sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everyone rallies and it seems like... This is just like... This whole thing is like the tide ebbing and flowing. It's like, yeah. oh, it looks bad. Oh, now we're winning. Oh, it looks bad yep. again. Now we're losing. Um, so things are looking good for uh, the good guys. And then uh, Scorponek droids. Guys, big. guys yep. I have a terrible news. What? Jabba's palace mm-hmm. is like in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it's closer to most Eisley. It's like in the middle. What is happening? Oh, the ma- <laughs> so the Rancors can apparently run like 90 miles an hour, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Is uh is what we learned, but things are looking bad. Uh, we don't have to spend time. I have issues about the. I have questions about the logistics of their force fields. Sure, that yeah. Nothing what the rules are of them because their yeah. blaster fire can apparently yeah. go through it one. Uh, like, I mean that's a, that's a that's a, that's a Star Wars thing. You so, just have so to accept that. Weirdly, I think that the so these droids were droids in in the clone wars yeah. like the conflict mm-hmm. in terms of the movie and that um but it used to be like different things could pass through i think that to some degree the fight that they had earlier with the semi-solid force shields was actually meant to tee up that they now have the technology to have shields that are like permeable ish Im- yeah like not I don't know. I not mean, permeable so because whenever I read the books, I was always like, wow, sure is weird how their force fields never come up in the movies because it's always like, oops, my, sh- my plane got shot. I'm in an X-Wing. I'm going to die now. Right. But like so much of the X-Wing books is like, all right, I'm, I'm zany. I, p- I keep my shields only in the front or only in the back mm-hmm. or I'm the, I'm the right. circle boy. Uh, so it's, it, it's always been a thing that they exist. Right. But their rules are quite weird. But also, that is one of the things that I, you know, not even, like, unironically, it's like, yeah, that's how it works, right? They right. obviously have the technology yeah. to shoot out of it. And the they do show it towards the end without saying it and without explicitly saying, like, yeah, this is how it works. Is it's, it's a battery pack. Mm-hmm. You only have so many shields. Right. You have to burn through it. But, you know, we didn't get a lot of that from the, the, the standoff. So I was like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Is that why so, people keep shooting at it, even though it's not, like it, incessantly it takes them up the entire time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the whole thing is like Tie fighters don't have shields, X wings do, Tie interceptors I think do. Uh, so it's like okay, they they can take a couple more shots without it, and then obviously capital ships have big ass ones. Yeah, it also like not to get too into the strategy thing, but it doesn't make any sense that they sent in all of their ground forces first and then these guys. They should have <laughs> sent these guys first. Jane. I could write a whole like doctorate level thesis on show like sci-fi and fantasy of like I am yeah. not like I'm not a military person but mm-hmm. like yeah. the strategies and tactics I'm like why that's fucking dumb yeah like, the pipes Game of Thrones, the Battle of Winterfell who why do you send out the the Dothraki like okay it's dumb. well let me like, um let me quote my good friend Longshanks from uh, Braveheart mm-hmm. uh, uh, Irishmen are cheap. Arrows are expensive. So in my mind, that could be yeah, the logic. Is like fair. who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, we have plenty, we have more recruits. These robots are very, very expensive. We only have you know people. what? Okay, that's that's fair enough. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's Irishmen or Scotsmen or but whatever. Then, uh, so yeah, so these Irish. scorp droids really have everybody pinned down. Mm-hmm. Simply cannot figure out a way to um, fight them because the 
cool dark saber does not work nope. guns does not yeah, work very people weird running the dark into saber it didn't do anything this episode he's gonna get um he's gonna hurt himself mando's gonna hurt himself <laughs> really? he's like banging it against and i was just like you literally cut yourself like two yeah. hours ago like yeah. you whoever you... was being so, mando in that scene was like cartoonish and yeah. gotta give it up i will say I am really enjoying that there will be an ultimate payoff of him being very good with it. Yeah. And our hearts are going to pitter patter when oh, yeah. he like like Learns. dons the mantle of, you know, and like bonds with the blade and like actually has some sort of big fight with yeah. somebody. We're mm-hmm. gonna lose our minds. Having but him right suck now, at it he looks like a, a kid. <laughs> With like Lincoln Logs, like yes. it, it, hitting a pinata, and you're like, a "That's choice. a statue." <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Where's the candy? No. Yeah. So, but, but what? What? What gun on the mantelpiece could we? Yeah. <laughs> bring out in this act in order to fight these huge kaiju. Yeah. I was like, I kind of forgot. <laughs> I was like, because he's yeah. like, "Oh, we need more be- reinforcements," and it's like, Amanda's like. Why the fuck are you telling me? You don't have any more friends, dumbass. <laughs> and then so, I completely forgot about the ring. I don't have it, it friends. I, have a, a son. I will say it. This was a successful payoff. Like yes, it was because mm-hmm. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, are they gonna bring in like Tuskins? He didn't talk to any other. He's yeah. like, oh, he's gonna ride the Rancor in. They fight for us, and that that just goes on for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but I think it rocked i have no yeah. notes except for at the end when he decides to be the king kong that part i didn't like um but at that part leading up to grogu and him is good but you know the the i loved almost every second uh because he yells constantly mm-hmm. you know we yeah. don't he doesn't stop yelling and i think that's really cool <laughs> <laughs> um i want to put something out there i don't like i don't want them to have grogu do too big De- Deus Ex Grogu's yeah. in one episode. That feels lazy to me. And they, they did. They did. They yeah. had him do it with the Scorp Droid, and then they had him do it with the Rancor, and I just, I feel like... But I do like... You know what? I don't think the Scorp Droid counts, because it looked like he was going to pick it up and crush it, yeah. and all he did was take one take thing Take the ball. Off. I like that he yeah. took the ball bearing out, essentially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I, you know, I, 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 I will push back on on that. I don't think you're Fair wrong, enough. but uh, I, 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 my opinion is I disagree because he's gonna have to do some stuff, right? And yeah. the the rancor, uh, sure, I didn't have a problem with it because of him. So he didn't oh, pick I him did. up. He was just yeah. like, chill, bro. And this <laughs> rancor is friends with some of these people, so it's we know it's a nice rancor. So if you calm the rancor down. Then he, we know because of our good friend Danny Trejo told us. Yeah. So I, I don't think you're wrong. And it's definitely going to be something that we're going to be critiquing in yeah. season three of Mandalorian. It's going yeah. to be, you know, it's going to be a big deal. And yeah. uh, we, we might not be consistent on which times don't make sense, mm-hmm. but we're all in agreement. It, they're going to step over a line and it's yeah. going to be weird. It is <laughs> so. D&D 4E rules where you are like everyone gets one wizard move once. 
Then you yes. have to rest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I do like yes. that. I do like that. The Grogu very, is a daily. <laughs> yeah, Grogu yeah. is a daily. And I love that at because I was like, oh, a second, a second force move. Okay, this is like a thing. I guess he's trained. And then he falls asleep, and I'm like, there's my boy. Oh. And I was like, that's oh. it. That's Not the only sign. does he fall asleep, he but he, him one. do cuddles. He cuddles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So yes, the and after the fight is over, the rancor is still tearing apart the entire city. And which yeah, the, this be... whole thing is like, <laughs> Bob was like, they're gonna break the city. Let me get my good friend. Smash, yeah, smash, yeah. <laughs> smash. <laughs> I will say, for a second, I was like, why are they shooting the rancor? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, that's is. Exactly. And then I was like, wait, literally, none of these people have any idea what's happening. They didn't <laughs> right. see. Mm-hmm. They didn't see the rancor interaction. They don't know that Boba Fett's been training with rancor. They don't know about the imprint. And also. <laughs> I don't think they saw the other Rancor fight stuff happening. Yeah. And so they just see a Rancor. Of course they'd be like, and so that's why Mando, like, Mando being like, stop it, you guys. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. Meanwhile, they're just like, this is the worst day. <laughs> they also How found am a I Rancor. Still alive? Like, yeah. What else is going to happen? So, Thank but, God but, Saga after I mean, exists. I can't you could argue with, with Boba did not save Mos Espa. He ruined it. Yes. Like it was- with his, his cute coos and his little pats of him claw um, and some cuddles and some nap time. Yep. Very cute. Saves yeah. the day. Yep. But I, I think I really do want to say again that the Rancor fight rocked. Yes. I thought like him not being super consistently great and mm-hmm. uh, Boba mm-hmm. appearing confused <laughs> on him a lot of times. <laughs> and so many times when like he would like lift someone up and Boba would just shoot him. I was like, yes. that fucking That's rules. good. Uh, the whole thing was rad. I'm really glad that we got a bit of um, the Rancor eating someone. Yeah. And uh, the Rancor biting down on Mando. Hilarious. Yep. That was uh, very good. Clank. That was good. Yeah. While, while people, uh, was it, was, while our two most charismatic characters mm-hmm. in this entire TV show, three most, because it was them and Groot. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. watched. Like, oh no. Um, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> also, real quick, with the whole Rancor saga, and I, Tim, I couldn't agree more. That's when I was like, this fucking slaps. And I have, this leads to my question that I'll ask at the end. But, like, the whole thing, I was like, I'm back with my toys. Like, this is exactly. it. We're, we're, and, like, they've got the sphere balls. It would become in a physical ball and, like, smashing it into the dirt. Um, and then when um, Grogu, like, uses the force to quiet it, I went, Luke Skywalker, kind of a jerk. <laughs> because yeah. I didn't know that that was an option, and now that I know that, yeah. Luke, you, 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 that was really mean of what you did. Like you could, <laughs> there were other ways. So my understanding with that is that there are some Jedi that are good with that, and some Jedi that are bad with it. So Makes like Obi Wan is good with it. Oh shit! Um, but okay. like, yeah. okay, yeah, um, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like a, it's like they minor. You know? right. <laughs> um, I took speak with animals. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, I wrote down in my notes. I wrote down. Oh, so Boba Fett took Beastmaster. Good to know. <laughs> and every every fel- a youngling at the academy that takes the Force Lightning elective, they get put on a list, like a yeah. watch list. <laughs> Why do we even offer this? It's a trap. So so after Grogu dozes off, having yep. pacified the beast and um you know everything just appears to settle mm-hmm. there is actually something that i really liked um which is just fennec straight up murdering <laughs> everyone who yeah. was responsible for this happening did we touch on boba finishing things with cad oh wait oh oh, shit. oh yeah no we we skipped that 
I don't even know when that happened. But we we kind of talked <laughs> about it though because we kind of talked yeah. about the two conversations at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But but basically, well, Patrick, because it mean, happens it's, it's, before the Rancor conclusion. That's where it gets a little. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Rancor fight dro- big droid. Yeah. In the course of it, Boba gets tossed off Rancor. Yeah. Rancor beat droid, then Rancor go on rampage. Boba on ground, Boba versus Cad one on one. Yeah. They have their quick draw. Uh, Boba, of course, you know Cad beats him in that mm-hmm. regard and walks up to finish him and then but last minute boba gaffy stick I, which you know hashtag poetic full yeah, circle yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I i was fine with chunks of that scene um right. you know i think th- th- some of the things they did right were also the things they did wrong like the yeah. backstory stuff it's you know mm-hmm. um I, I i think i think shows should be allowed to just say shit and mm-hmm. then we should be like, okay, these are real people who would probably just say shit to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. When fantasy people and, and programs are like, don't p- anger the order of the eye. And then we're like, I don't, no one's ever mentioned the order of the eye. Should right. do I care about this? I don't know. Uh, but the fact that they're just like, here's this, like, oh, we knew each yeah. other. Maybe we trained to some extent. That works I, for me. I personally feel like it was a misstep to do two separate um, conversations between them without anything really changing in terms of their yeah. emotional state motivations between the two conversations for sure like for sure. like like again it's one of those things where if you're gonna do things in twos one before the other there needs to be like transformation of some kind between it yeah. and there really wasn't okay mm-hmm. it it cad should have i mean the choice to kill the tuscans was bad and dumb we covered that in detail on that episode however that bell's been rung. Mm-hmm. Cad should have killed the Tuscans hired by the Pikes. He oh, should have been. Yeah. He should have been the one to pull the triggers. I saw. Yeah. So, that would have been yeah. much better. Yeah. <laughs> Those were horns. Those are my two guns. I'm bad at drawing. And you and like me. like would have been narratively free. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Boba care? Fett theory too, right? Where it's like Boba Fett killed. Right. You know, it went originally went to Tatooine and did the blast because like you know stormtroopers can't hit anything, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yes, that is. I don't. I tend to like to talk through like what the structural issues are, as opposed mm-hmm. to what they should have done instead. But in that case, yeah, that would have been a million times better. Would have made yeah. complete sense. Would have. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, uh, you know, there's an argument to be made. I don't think that it's it's wrong what you said about the 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 the, the rule of twos with the change. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I I think the closest we can get uh, to defending it is that, no, actually, no. I mean, it's like, I think what they wanted to do, and again, some of the biggest sins of the show is editing and just simply capital C choices of like when they had episodes and stuff like that um, is basically, it's, it's kind of meant to be played out from my perspective of Boba's on the ropes Mm-hmm. So now he has to kind of push back against Cad. He's already in between the two talks has already been like, all right, um, I'll die for my people. Right. So you can get a wisp of that. But you know what? They've already won or they're winning. So that doesn't I, I, there's so many things that I think the show is trying to do. So if like we bring up a, a valid critique, it's like, again, I can just hear some listeners being like, well, they're doing this. It's like, no, I, we know they were doing that. Right. They were, 
but they one right. aren't doing that, or maybe they are doing that, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't um, explain it correctly. It's why I have become the Joker after uh, having a podcast about Game of Thrones, because right. all the time these motherfuckers would be like, "Oh well, the sh- all the show's not out yet." It's like, so we can't critique anything till the show's out, yeah. or it'd be like, "Well, it's they would just make up some fan fiction ass thing," and I'm like, "What you said is likely true." Yeah. That being said, I cannot agree to your fan fiction until i see it on the program yes. mm-hmm. and i am allowed yes. to complain about the program yeah so like congrats I, to you so very creative they... good job to you to... yeah good for you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. listeners You're we, know that we know that you are not motherfuckers we know that, that you're <laughs> yeah, on this journey that. with us um it's it's, it's, but, it's definitely yeah. like you know something that i say a lot and that is shows might not ever be able to be podcasted about right uh, I no longer, th- I don't think that's true, but sometimes when you start to get digging deep and things like this, you, it, I do fall down my own little like Sarlacc pit of like, is everything bad? And we just don't know it. And if we just like get so deep, of course we're going to think things are bad, but I don't think that's all of that is super helpful. It's just like, um, I can just imagine some listeners being like, what? I, I, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. That's fine. But yeah. I, I still very much think that so many choices here were you know out of left field didn't really make any sense and went for a trope and i love tropes but like didn't really oh yeah you know earn it like the shootout with the mods was total you know every every scene in the show is either a soprano or a you know a deadwood right and so that was that one was great because it had a man fall into water Mm -hmm. which is a classic right i had a note i love that fall out of the window yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know we had our Wilhelm screams and things like that. So you know, there's individually, as we said five times, a lot of these scenes kind of works. But like the editing and sort of just like the pacing and it's like again, it's like is it COVID's fault? They just didn't have enough people in tattoo. Yeah. I don't fucking right. know, man. But and that kind of leads to the um, most Eisley scene with Finnick, which I didn't really like. This scene, uh, I thought yeah. on paper it rocked, and. Finnick doing stuff rocked, but after she murders everyone, she just scampers away hilariously. <laughs> just up. It, it begs the question, if this was something that was possible, why wasn't this plan A? <laughs> I think it's because oh, all dude, of their forces had to be there, but I also, like, the old, I think that what I liked about it is that, like, it shows, and there are very few ways <laughs> that show this, um, that they aren't just normal main characters who are good mm-hmm. guys like fennec killed everyone responsible for what happened right yeah like and the the willingness to put a button on that and not being like uh uh, uh next time tell your bosses not to do this yes. to just be like no you you can't you can't yeah. like we're just gonna kill everyone right responsible. i'm not just going to hang the old mayor I'm, you're, we're going to ADR his neck snapping, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which I thought yeah. was a really good choice. Like Oof, that part, yeah. like brought again everything. This scene on paper, totally good. Uh, I I just thought it was right. didn't work for some reason in the overall um, context of but, the episode. Yeah, and you know, it being tying off loose ends continues to put me into the. I don't think we're gonna have a book of Boba Fett season two. I cannot imagine. I don't which makes so. the the uh Cobb Vanth post credit scene 
is that just being like, hey, he's alive? Who gives a shit? Right. So Not, again, Pat has will be that. back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so let, let's just like quickly put a bow on the final scene, which is them walking down the street and Deep everyone, um, yeah, Fennec and Boba walking down the street and everyone like praising them as conquering heroes <laughs> and like thank you for restoring our way of life. Uh, here you have some fruit, and then there's like a little like kind of ensemble thing and there i mean it's kind of cute yeah somebody gives boba a fruit and boba gives it to kersentan who he calls santo and then <laughs> yeah all what? of the mods is that his name i don't know it's like a nickname he said a couple times he's called him santo. in this episode though yeah, just I was like, like just in this episode. this episode who is yeah. he talking to <laughs> and then and then the mods were like why don't we get fruit and yep. um yeah th- uh, totally Another scene that mostly works with a, some of the weirdest moments. Yeah, it was it, it was like, very mu- very much an unearned um, uh, unearned shawarma moment. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we have fun. This group, we do. It's like no, yeah. no, what? Yeah, they don't even like each other. Uh, yeah. Did and he say? Like, I don't know if I want to do this or rule yeah, or something. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, like he, they one is like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I don't like talking all. I want to be protector of the people because protector of people. But it turns out I don't like the. I don't like the people. Like, I don't. Why no. am I doing, dude? That Pat. Yes, thank you for bringing that up because that almost made me <laughs> scream so loud. My cats would never be around me. That to me is. The worst choice <laughs> they have made in this entire program, yes. Yes. and further proves my point that they make the episodes after the previous episode has been out because they saw that everyone was, or, or at least at some point, was like, they saw, like, why the fuck does he want to do this? And I guess they're like, oh, we'll acknowledge it. And it's like, why? Why did you say this? Is the worst line you could, you should have had him say some bullshit, like, we are now in the Clone Wars again, or this is the ba- this is the Bounty Hunter Wars again, huh? Or yeah. like named like a book, right? I don't know. Right. So you just should have like literally looked at the camera. Anything would have been better than him being like, I don't like it. Dad like, spent bro. sixty thousand dollars on a boat and then decides that he doesn't like boating. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it would have been a thing too, like him getting what he wants, one getting what they want and sacrificing it, and then once they have it, being like, ick, that's compelling. But none of that happened in this program. <laughs> it was him being like, I don't, why do, it was us. Imagine like, at the end of Infinity War, Thanos sits down and <laughs> just goes, maybe I should have just doubled all the resources in the universe. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't want to be oh, around anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is the lesson here? Like, this place was fun when there were drugs. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's really weird here when they're happy. I don't like it. Yeah, and it's just like him walking around showing that he's a job creator and being like, see, now I have to pick up rocks. <laughs> I'm helpful. It is insane. It is him, an insane him complaining thing that, happens. that he has to do the gesture with his hand that's hurt, though. That was pretty funny. <laughs> okay, that was yeah. funny. I, I didn't catch why he was doing that. And I was like, oh, his right arm hurts. But that, no, that is that actually was a good choice. But like, we have no reason to believe that the people sh- why are they thankful to him like he's a bad guy who decided to be a good bad guy because he's still the 
uh, uh, cartel manager, mm-hmm. right? He's still that. He's still Jabba the Hutt, but a nice version of him. Yeah. Why the f- is it just that because the people of Mos Espa are like, well, we're gonna have to have somebody in charge. It kind of you know, what, man. I want to like it so much. I love Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars fan. Listener, you can't hear this. I'm I'm wearing a hat that says Star Wars on yes, it right see? now. So obviously, I like I like Star Wars, but it's frustrating because it's like, yeah, what good did he? I freed the planet from spice addiction or spice dealing, but it's like well, we didn't see any adverse effects. <laughs> yeah, and or being oppression. And the fact is, wasn't the whole well, thing. We is heard that, one time there's no jobs, which yeah. If I ever saw, <laughs> now there's if, fruit handers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and if you watched anything about. Tatooine in the previous past, like I could have told you that there's mm-hmm. no jobs there. It's Tatooine. You're, you go there, and the stuff that's a bad huts. place to be. But the <laughs> problem Jack is, who exists? the Pikes were new too. But the Pikes were running Spice, but then they weren't. But they're also kind of yeah, it's and, weird because they were running a... Spice when he was with the Tuskins years ago. But they're also yeah. newly taking over Tatooine because that was the whole thing. The the Tuts are like, here's what it should have been. In the wake of Jabba's death, Bib Fortuna was. In charge, quote in air mm-hmm. quotes, uh-huh. but he was basically under the boot of the Pikes. They stepped in, and it has been much more. Whereas, like Jabba's, like I'm a crime lord, but you know we're gonna have a good time. Yeah, the like Pikes. It should have been like for like five years now. It's been so bad here. The Pikes yeah. just right. have their heel on the neck of everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone is poor or addicted to drugs, and it's just yeah. garbage. It is this shithole planet is even ten times more shithole now, and yeah. it's like miserable. Well, you know what? I think the problem is, is because, you know, what I think, I'm not one of those people that thinks that Star Wars should have an R-rated thing mm-hmm. and show titties right. intentionally, unlike they did on accident. <laughs> um, th- they, I don't believe that's the case. That being said, I think that the Boba Fett show should have been a little more brutal. And it kind of was, kind of. Um, and I think... Probably they just didn't want to show people on drugs. That would like, right. are you we really gonna put a show on Disney Plus showing like, you know, a strung out mom with like a dead baby in her arms? No, oh no. <laughs> Instead, we're gonna introduce the cleanest people on Tatooine, right? Out of nowhere, not even mention the slave trade. And where's my good guy Watto? You tell me Watto didn't get mixed up in any of this? <laughs> Fuck you. Did Watto die in the Maybe he's Wars? dead. He was pretty old at the end of No, Trandoshans the he's I not Trandoshan. just as, what are they? He's uh important. <laughs> well, it is important. Toydarian. He's Todarians live a long time, I've just decided. Just now. Tim, you just Tim just put a map of Tatooine in the chat and <laughs> Holy shit, the palace is it. so far from Mos Espa. So he had to have had brought the Rancor over ahead of time, right? And yeah. have him stashed in like a warehouse or something? Yeah, but, something. But to be clear, this is the least of the problems of this narrative. <laughs> no, Jane. <Yeah>. Inconsistent <laughs> geography is the show's number one problem. So, well, I mean, so, that's what okay, happened we, a we, lot we, with we, um, Game of Thrones. It was like the showrunners like, do you really want us to um, – show them traveling it's like no but you can't keep moving armies all around westeros to prove a point and and like this has a kissy of that you know it's it's it doesn't it doesn't matter but there is it's very much the don't give me a green m&m uh rock star situation where it's like the point is not to not have green m&ms it's to show that you're paying attention and i feel like if they cared they wouldn't have weird shit like this we wouldn't be complaining about weird shit like this Let's cap it, because Jane's got a, bit, a thought. Omar has a thought. Or no. Well, first we should talk about the after credit scene. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, well uh, before then, that, you know, the Mando last scene, scene go, is Mando. He go fast. Yeah. 
Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally Tim, forgot you about called that. It. And which I just was good. lost it. Which was so <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just you called like the, it with the fighter. It's off. got the empty yeah. astromech droid bay. You're like, that's for Grogu. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we all knew it. It was like, obviously. Reunited gonna... and feels so good. So cute. Yeah. Just Very being like, cute. daddy, daddy, daddy. Knocking, knocking on the. I I thought the knocking was he was telling he wanted to like go sit up on his lap or like that's what I thought too and then I was like I forgot about the button the go fast the nos button can Grogu go in space (laughs) unassisted who's to say (laughs) but yeah that that was cute okay Grogu was bothering Mando because he wanted ship to go fast which I loved very cute very good that is a good TV show. (laughs) <laughs> that, that I yeah. like. Uh, and then, yeah, post credit scene, pretty straightforward. Tell me what happens. Uh, we see a back to tank, the back to tank that we all know and love, uh, as it zooms in, and you're like, who's in there? I thought it was Cad Bane, but no, it's Cobb Vance is in there. And he's wearing, it looks like he's wearing a sweater. And I'm like, that sweater's so wet. Right <laughs> and behind him was love a wet sweater. So you guys were absolutely right. Um, next season of some program, uh, Cobb Vance is going to show up with a robot arm. And I'm like, who gives a shit (laughs) about any, who cares? He wasn't hurt enough to, why are you doing this? Who gives a fuck? Like the post credit scene should have been like Ahsoka doing something. Yeah. I don't know what. Were they (laughs) worried that there would be too many charismatic characters in the action scene? Like, Simply right. simply yeah. have him start out with a robot arm and then participate in the action scene. He, or, or he could have, there could be the showdown, and then he gets really badly hurt in the episode. And afterwards, yeah. they're just like, oh my god, right. he died. And later, it's like, actually, maybe we it's can. Like, hey, boss, watch your arm. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Boss, watch out. But then, yeah, why did the bartender, Weequay, tell him he was dead? So he said, well, like, he shot him down in cold blood. So I guess what he okay. means is that he shot I thought he said he the words, him. he's dead. He's I don't, fucking go back dead. <laughs> <laughs> what he said was, he's dead. He might not have said the words, he's dead, right? Right. Uh, I, w- and I am kind of curious to see exactly what he said. Yeah. Because he all but said, we buried him in the fucking desert. And, <laughs> uh, and I'm mad about it. But why did he, why would any of this happen? Is it... You know, the only way that I could see any of this making sense is that Book of Boba season two is Cobb being like, no, you're a criminal and I'm a and I'm a sheriff. We got problems. And like, oh, here we go. But then it's like, who gets Boba would be like, "Okay, sure. I don't like this. (laughs) No one likes this. I'm Boba Fett. I don't like this. Let's hear. Here's the job. I'm I'm. So per- there is so much to be delighted by, suspended in a pudding of yeah. absolute confusion. Yeah, the way Omar said, like the the toy thing. Uh, a lot of the, there's a lot of toy moments in mm-hmm. here that rule. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of gauche to complain about not more of the characters just getting glassed when they're being chased. Right. It was very much like. They even had a moment where some dudes were lagging behind of, uh, what was it, Chris and Tan's Santo? Um, uh, and I'm like, okay, that they're gonna, that guy's going to get vaporized. Yep. Oh, he doesn't? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Is, are these, like, yeah. they did one time show the, the robots having to kind of, like, plant to mm-hmm. shoot good. And yeah. so I was like, oh, that was a good choice because 
None of this makes any sense without it, which is fine. It's a television program. That happens in every television program, so you can't technically hold that sin against it, even though it was a little bit like, man, they're not shooting anybody. Did, <laughs> did we actually see any blood in this entire series except when Mando hurt himself? Ooh, good, good question. question. <laughs> Aside from this, uh, I mean, technically, like, no, not even in the butchers. You just see, like, <laughs> meat. But you don't see like blood. Oh, yeah. you know what? It, it's actually Fennec's um, knife had green blood on it. So that's oh, okay, true. okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's so weird. It's while I enjoyed it, I you know it was a reasonable sit, as they say. Um, I, I that is true, but what's also true is Disney owns everything, mm-hmm. and it's they and, and while. They don't have to make good product because they win either way, right? Uh, it fucking sucks when they do bad, right? And th- th- they did the show bad. Uh, you know, even if you t- uh, toe-to-tipped enjoyed it, sure, th- this show was a mess. Um, yeah. There is plenty of cool parts. It makes no sense. It's completely boring, kind of with spouts of interesting things there's tons of really bad fight scenes there's some of the coolest toys in star wars bashing up against each other in some of the most boring scenes ever um jane i wanted to ask you how are you what's your opinion on cad bane dying here canonically oh i was fine with it i i mean the only reason i was kind of not fine with it is because i don't think that that climactic conflict really led to any kind of character transformation yeah. for anyone. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, yeah, because him, it, Boba Fett killing him doesn't mean anything. He, like, he's a really great foil. I would say he yeah. was one of the better foils in Clone Wars, certainly, but also mm-hmm. I think in, like, in the Star Wars media between the original trilogy and, and you know, the sequel yeah. trilogy like mm-hmm. like there there's a, a chunk in the middle and like it's like prequels plus where there there weren't a lot of great villains right um, and i i enjoyed him probably pound for pound in that that like era more than darth maul who kind of overstays his welcome mm-hmm. in some of that supporting media in my opinion but mm-hmm. yeah because he's uh, yeah he's until the end yeah yeah, but like is, I, w- I was fine. Alive? I was fine with Cad Bane dying. I just wish that it had been more meaningful for the surviving character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Uh, yeah, is is Darth Maul alive? Uh, no. Unless he is. Uh, and you know the yeah, the, but there, I've said that, that before. And then he came back with robot <laughs> legs, and then I again, and then he was like in this weird like dark temple. Thing. like he hell yeah he, he just Wait, he shows up they fake out death them again i was gonna make a joke it's like and then they cut his head off but then he came back with like robot arms and legs <laughs> yeah spider head um darth maul overstate darth maul's return in clone wars really weird and really good and interesting very much overstays his welcome especially in rebels but that is an unpopular opinion so gotcha don't um and there is a theory that the pike syndicate is an evolution of of darth maul's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called, Crimson um, Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked Kira Daenerys from Solo. Targaryen. I thought she was an interesting character. Yeah, so no, I really don't think need they to talk have... about Solo. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but I think we, you know, it would have been interesting to tie 
Kira yeah. to make have her played by a hot old actress. Yeah. Um, and oh, that would be that, very but. good. So we want to do Omar's question first. Yeah, let's do Omar. Yeah. Omar, what is your question? Yeah, let's. Okay, so let me let me preface this, and this might be a bit of a leading question from that, and I Hell apologize, yeah. but thinking about Boba Fett coming like cresting like a Tatooine town on a rancor. My question to you all is, outside of, like, animated stuff, we really interacted with Boba Fett mostly in the original trilogy. He just came in, blasted some stuff, got out, and everyone's like, this is the biggest badass, and then he got just, like, poked by a stick and then just, like, fell into the pit. So -hmm. this is the first time we really get to spend time with the character Boba Fett outside of one episode of Mandalorian. My question is, not in terms of this show, because there's a lot of chaos going on in this show, but in terms of the character Boba Fett, when he is walking through town at the end, just nodding to everybody, his big, larger-than-life character, has this show made live-action Boba Fett cool and as cool as we imagined him? Not in the same way as the original trilogy, because he seems like mm-hmm. a much younger man, and they're just like, that was years ago. And they're like, I, that was, I'm 30. That was, uh, that was actually not that much different. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how long you spent in the pit, but... In terms of making a character we can see going forward and earning the badassery of Boba fucking Fett showing up, and if he strolls into a town now, is Boba Fett cool, or did the show miss the mark in terms of that? I guess I shouldn't just shake my head because the, the <laughs> listeners at home can't do it. But but Jane is but, shaking her head. Pat, why don't you go first? I, I don't, because if we talked about... There are things I liked about the show and mm-hmm. enjoyed watching it, but his characterization the writing for him we talked about like they made him kind of dumb like it's a yeah. himbo. Right. Like, he just makes it yeah. in i, I would have liked him to a little be a little craftier a little smarter a little more like, yeah there's such restraint in 90 percent of or uh, i guess empire strike back boba fett i don't i'm kind of a return of the jedi hater mm-hmm. um uh for a couple of reasons but you know I, sometimes things just happen there so it's kind of like Sure, XYZ happened in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. but also I'm choosing to believe that's a whoopsie, right? Um, so 90% of Boba Fett, uh, even though he's not on screen enough, they fucking, like a laser beam, drill in how cool this guy is, right? Right. So, you know, it's it's hard to sit to both take him as a complete blank slate, which he arguably is, right? Other than the fact that, like, He's modeled off of Darth Vader, and Darth Vader is like, hey, man, cool it. I think you, you're too intense. Uh, but no, I think the show did nothing for him, you know? The fact that Boba Fett riding a Rancor is slightly, like, eye-rolly mm-hmm. uh, is, again, you know, go back to young Jane and be like, Boba Fett is going to ride a Rancor, and it's not as successful as you would like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to say something that is... It's it's pretty cutting, mm-hmm. but I want to reinforce that I enjoyed the time that I spent with this show. Um, I think this is probably the least successful single character arc of bad guy goes good that I have ever seen in media. Yep. Like, it, I, because it is a story of bad guy goes good, mm-hmm. but bad guy decided to go good, like, before any of this happened... And, like, never really reckoned with that, never really transformed, never really, like, decided for himself why any of this 
meant anything to him. Like, normally a redemption story is tied to a person having an anchor, an emotional anchor that they'll, like, I'm, I mean, Baby Yoda. Like, Mm -hmm. like, I, something has happened. I am changed. And this, everything that I do from here on out is going to be about that. It's kind of the Tuscans, Mm -hmm. but he didn't really change, like, it it, it just was not successful. For that. Yeah, I've had an idea, but Omar, would you like to answer your own question? Jane, I 100% agree. By yeah, the way. I, I also the think the arc was way over here, and there's just been a flat. Oh, line. I think I think the <laughs> yeah. use of the word arc is a very kind. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think no, that's the, it, yeah. it, it feels so much like is it just because they didn't want to say the word slave? Because they they had such a good chance to be like, I'm naming my ship fire my ship to Firestar because I was a slave. But the Disney's like, I don't want to use the S word on Disney Plus. Right. I wonder, and I wonder. I mean, there's so many folks you have to pass through stuff you know for the big properties um the thing for me that i thought was so interesting about the show is when you parse out all the other characters and it does like make a thing where like, even with the tattoo teens you're just like oh, well at least he's got a sense of humor he's not like i hate this he's not like a sort of like a snyder character i'm right. just like i will never be yeah. around goofy people he's like yeah okay you be goofy do whatever it's interesting i'm kind of goofy myself right exactly <laughs> i can be a goofy dad sometimes like yeah fennec's like yeah, sure but like sure. It's what's so fascinating about the show to me is that we saw him in season two Mando and he came in. And what I liked about it was it was almost like an Iron Man three approach in a way where it's like, all right, pull away everything we know about this dude. Who is yeah. he? Like take away the armor right. and the weapons and stuff. And it was like, this dude is going to beat stormtroopers to death with a stick. I think that episode yeah. was more effective yes. in this whole season. Mm-hmm. And I do think that like, this season took longer to do some of the stuff. So it was just like carrying through and maybe even pulled some of it back. But I do like by the end when he was marching through the town and he was like, yeah, I kind of run this town now for me. At least I was like, it's interesting. Cause now when I see him pop up and other stuff, like I don't want another season of the show per se, but if yeah. he does pop up, I'll be like, Oh, Mando's the one that will be shooting, you know, and it will be up like doing sniper stuff. And I can see him just bashing someone's head against a wall to get yeah. stuff done, and he's, like, the blunt character. And for that, I was like, cool, if we're going to see more of this character, which he probably will, right. Yeah, it's interesting that, like, this is, like, an approach that they can just, like, repeat because they, like, tested it. And I was like, that was one thing that did carry through. Even though I thought yeah. the episode of Mando Season 2 was a lot more effective in yeah. it, of him being like, no, watch me take out all these stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. But he I think, wanted I think... something. In that episode, mm-hmm. yes. he wanted something. Yeah. And in this series, he doesn't want anything. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tells he, himself he wants something, and he yes. tells us he wants something, and that is why him saying, I don't want this, or, you know, even getting a <laughs> wisp, even, like, acknowledging, like, at all, 1% at all that maybe this is not what he wanted right. is such a is such horseshit. Yeah. Also, having a relationship with the Tuscans does not have a through line to wanting to be the generalized protectors of the colonists on the planet. Yeah. Like, right. like mm-hmm. that's is it generally like I want to protect innocence? Like it just it doesn't. It's, it's like it's like I lived with indigenous Native Americans and I respect them so much, and because of that, I'm going to help the colonists in the Revolutionary War. It's like no, wait, that doesn't. Yes. <laughs> By being a job I have creator. to protect America. Like, like well, <laughs> that, it just that's didn't work for me. Such a good point. That's so, that's yeah. so. <sighs> true because that is okay. the occupational town <laughs> may i fix this whole show hmm? please uh, i just want to say one thing real mm-hmm. quick I, I think the thing that number one takeaway is john favreau should stop writing because just direct yeah yeah 
it maybe I don't maybe maybe she doesn't do anything. Because... It's also a lot of scripts to ask of a human being, and like that. And yeah. I'm sure yeah. Mando's in development. I'm sure like five other shows are also in development, and like yeah. two of them. Because Tamora Morrison was like when Favreau was offset, was mm-hmm. like, "I'm talking too much. How about I don't do this line?" Really? And then John Favreau texted back like, "No, say the lines." And really? Tamora oh. Morrison's like, "Okay." So I've decided that John Favreau should. Cool it. I, does, please does he have a John to the George Lucas at this point, where like oh. he's not, know, man. he's yeah. not reincorporating what is happening in front of him. He just has the 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 yellow notebook with mm. all of the the dialogue, and he's like, "We'll say the dialogue. I wrote it." Yeah, <laughs> right. Because oh, oh, you don't watch your own program problem. Because they're but probably sorry, also sorry, like, Pat. Yeah. I know that you get oh, like dying to I say said, something. I said a. Th- I don't. That's a. We can put it. But like my brain, I want to like get this out because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, please. Oh. In the and I have the benefit of hindsight, so I mm-hmm. understand that. Looking back at here, here's Book of Boba Fett rewritten by this guy. Yes. Um, same thing. He's in the Sarlacc. He comes out. The Tuscans. He earns their respect. He mm-hmm. lives with them for a few years. But he and we talked. I talked about this. His motivation. He in his wandering the Dune Sea. He sees his armor on Cobb Vance. Mm-hmm. That's his reason for leaving and parting ways with his right. his adopted family tribe, okay? And then we have the events of Mando, the Mandalorian season that he's in there, okay? He's got his armor back. He's not had does not actually have plans to come back to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. He's hired though. He's like I need he's got Fennec like we need work. Mm-hmm. He's hired by the Pikes to go to Tatooine and put like we've taken over Tatooine we want you to go he's like oh I can stop by and see my old people I'm gonna do a little job take care of some in his mind it's like it's bad guys hiring me to get rid of other bad guys Mm -hmm. yeah he comes back and he sees Tatooine is like so fucked up the pike under pike rule it is so oppressive for and also like there's like an ecological like it's fucked up the dune sea for the Tuscans their whole whole thing is fucked up and then he's like turns on the pikes he's like no this is fucked up i feel mm-hmm. like i want to be a good guy now cad comes in a little earlier as his replacement perfect and then they're like back and forth and then it, yeah. print it. no yeah. definitely yeah, yeah no i think it, it uh, when you're talking about that i kind of also got the whisper and what one reason why i don't like yes when you make a podcast about a show it behooves you to be positive because people typically Uh only listen if they're into it yeah but i i I am i like the show i don't like disney anymore even though i i fucking (laughs) will gobble down all their shit like fogwa um but you know it to me my fear is that they're so afraid of saying anything that they right. will always, always middle the road it mm-hmm. where they can't have anything interesting because they don't want to point out that a system is bad, right? right? They, the, the only systems that could be bad are cartels and empires mm-hmm. and things like that. But they mm-hmm. can't really get close to being like, well, colonizers are bad, right? Right. Or, no. you know, our, our actions as a consumer have a... a large uh, reactions that we don't deal with, mm-hmm. but someone half a world away does. Yeah, they can't do that. They, and that's my fear. Maybe I'm way, way, way looking into it. You, you're, um, but you're not. I think that between that and the fact that they don't say the word slave, when that is like, that's such an easy way to, you know, it's not, it's not too on the nose because his ship is called slave. Uh, uh, the ship's name is on the nose, but since that's already in the lore, we've accepted it. It's such a one-to-one to be like, yeah, I'm calling my I'm – I'm a different dude. But, yeah, like the fact that, like, you know, he's such a blank slate 
mm-hmm. and we they had to kind of do double time, right? Of figuring out who he was. So Pat, your thing of getting to see Boba Fett try to be Boba Fett in a way that we could see Boba Fett, right? Like yeah. a, a more all access thing, mm-hmm. and then he just doesn't like it. Uh, that would that's such a good choice, right? Yeah. Um, but no, we just have this kind of weird bouncing back and forth. Thing. It's, yeah, he didn't fun. reject anything. He didn't reject anything. Except yeah. like maybe just agreeing with Cad Bane when Cad Bane said that he was just a murderer. And, like, yeah. Right. But he also But I, I'm also wondering if that's just because they didn't think they could mesh that with the end of Mandalorian. Where yeah, it's like, well, well he's already it. But that being said, you could do whatever you want, man. Yeah. Well, no shit. I, I we don't know how many years it is. So this kind of dovetails into the thing that I was like. Yes. So I, I was mentioning in chat earlier that that trying to figure out what the heck was going on with this show mm-hmm. kind of made me think about like meta storytelling in terms of the Star Wars universe. Because right. So what we have canon right now is the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. We have um, the prequels. Mm-hmm. After the prequels, we have, like, supporting animated media, comics, books, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we have sequel trilogy and the on- anthology yep. stuff. And, again, the ongoing, like, stuff like this. So we have so many different source texts. Mm-hmm. And they all have very different tones. And all of them have to be, within, like, Disney's reckoning, right. equally true. Like, mm-hmm. equally true within right. the context of this. And one of the things that I was struggling with was, like, what is the deal with how Mando is characterized? What is the deal with how Fennec right. is characterized? And I realized that you kind of have two types of characters in Star Wars. One, and both of them, I think, have their place. But one of them is this, like, wooden fantasy archetype who is sort of just here to state their name in business. Yep. And they just kind of do that repeatedly. They tend to assume everyone's telling the truth. Yep. They tend to always tell the truth. Like, this is this is what I am here for. Mm-hmm. This is how I do right? Yeah. And in the original trilogy, I feel like it probably would have been 100% those characters. If not for the second type of character you get in the Star Wars char- universe, which is these characters who somehow saying the same lines infuse it with warmth and chemistry and depth and right. interiority and like mm-hmm. and like the motivation of why I'm doing this. So you have like the in in the original trilogy you had you know Luke Leia Han like they had that chemistry and that mm-hmm. warmth in it right. Then you have the prequels where. I would argue, like, probably just Obi-Wan. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Like, yeah. probably just Obi-Wan. Like... And, and, and Padme was doing her best, but it was doing her no yeah, favors. No She's right? sleeping literally well. in, like, pearl pajamas. Yeah. And you're just like, Ugh, you're just yeah. discomforted it's, all the it's time. It's like, how, how, is she, how is she supposed to have motivations when all of this is happening? But Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obi-Wan managed to, like, kind of do that. Yeah. And then, before you had the sequel trilogy, you had this period of, like, the Clone Wars... Where basically what they were doing was taking these characters who are just wooden archetypes who are here to state their name in business and bringing that warmth, Mm -hmm. like bringing the chemistry. Like Anakin is actually fun and interesting in the Clone Wars. And with that, you're like, oh, it actually means something that he became Vader. Like Ahsoka, you know, that relationship actually means something. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, and then like say what you will about the the sequel trilogy. I like a lot of it. Not everybody does. Mm-hmm. It, at least the three main characters at the beginning, like right from the start of the first movie, like you have Finn and Poe, and like they're chattering back and forth. Yeah. They're forging and information and. Like, they have that warmth. Mm-hmm. And I think that the only time that Star Wars can really get away with um, congratulating itself and indulging and doing references uh-huh. and all of that and not feel bad uh-huh. is when they are elevating those, like, archetypal characters in the meantime. Jane, you mm-hmm. have cracked it. That is so true. You're so right. So, like, like th- I think the reason why stuff like Solo, mm-hmm. it comes down to if you felt like they earned <laughs> the, the like, pats on their ass right? Um, by bringing warmth and interest to the character, or if you didn't. Because if, if you feel like they didn't, then it is insufferable. Right. Because yeah. I, I really like, I personally really like Rogue One. But yeah. if anyone says like they don't, I and they're just like oh, I have to sit through. It. I'm like, yeah, it's a dour story, man. Like I yeah. totally get it, and I get why. Especially if you're like, I'm gonna go see a Star Wars. You're like, K2SO is not that funny. You're like, you're totally right. <laughs> you know, like, right. the jokes. Right. I like, disagree. Hey. I love K2SO, <laughs> and I and I genuinely, <laughs> if I'm like falling asleep, I'm like, oh, what am I? I would like chuck it on. And there's like two scenes yeah. where I'm like, this is very slow, but the rest, I'm just like, oh, just stab me in the heart. You know, yeah. like stab yeah. me in the heart yeah. with Star Wars. But you're right, Jane. It is like totally that where I'm just like, I will never disagree with someone who doesn't like it because it, it is missing that like the Han Solo beating heart of it, like the princess yeah. th- and then General Leia, like, hey, come on. You know, like, you're like, oh, this right. is right. fun. Like, and I think that's why parts of Rogue One do work right. is because uh, the two gay guys together who are married oh, you right. carry yes. so much of it, right? right. You're but so also, like, that Cashin little found feels favorite. like a guy with motivations. Yes. Like, yes. Cashin feels like a guy with motivations. Vader... And didn't feel like a guy with motivations, and that was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Like, Vader is an attack dog, and I, that's yeah. why he's so cool. Yeah, so, is he's like a, a weapon, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't. He needs to be pointed, and he needs to be terrifying, and all those things. And of course, you know, some of that we didn't know that in mm-hmm. A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back, but that does reframe a lot of what he does, and sort of makes him all the more menacing. Right, and, exactly. You know, we didn't need a ton of stuff for Vader, right? Yeah, I think that. Sorry, and and the only thing I want to say is mm-hmm. that I don't think that having these wooden archetype characters is bad in any way. Yes. Like, I think that in 2020, for their media to feel like it fits with the originals mm-hmm. and the prequels and the Clone Wars and the sequels, you have to have a mix of characters who are like, this is my deal, I'm this archetype, Yep. and characters who actually have that, like, fire to them and the interest and it felt like the show thought that that's what they were doing with boba yeah but they were not successful in Mm. in fleshing out the character's motivations in doing any of that stuff but i think that's what they're trying to do they're just not succeeding at it yeah it's almost like they know what star wars is and they're using it as a crutch right it's like we have to have our simple characters uh, he has to be, you know, a young um, Don Corleone or whatever mm-hmm. uh, without doing the extra work of like, well, 
you know, you still have to make it your own. Yeah. The, the, and obviously, a lot of the Star Wars characters are archetypes because a little film I like to call Star Wars uh, made them so, even if they were right. based off other stuff. And, you know, George Lucas is pretty clear on how he he, he steals uh, from uh, smart people as well. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Tonally, the, tonally you know. this show had to feel, I think this is what they were trying to do, like you could watch it right after attack of the clones and right before rogue one like mm, mm-hmm. it it has to include dialogue and characters that feel like they mesh with both of them yep. and yeah. i think that's a fool's errand um, yeah you know i've been seeing there's always been uh, a phrase that comes up a lot um is like okay uh, I like Last Jedi, but it's not a Star Wars movie. And, you know, th- I've seen this sort of come up before about this concept of it- it's cool, but it's not really Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I both want to, like, push back on that concept. And maybe now, after Book of Boba Fett, it sort of puts it in f- stark reality that I it just is depressing to me because right. it feels <laughs> like it has to be Star Wars it parentheses negative, right? It can't be deep. It can't be this. It has like like the, I I love Force Awakens because it's firing on all cylinders, even right. though it is a New Hope but different. You know, it gets exactly what quote what what I guess a better way to say it is it gets what the previous original trilogy got right and then some mm-hmm. um, with yeah. JJ's like signature charisma. Um, but you know, I just wish that. We could also have good Star Wars products, which, right. you know, I say that and I haven't watched The Clone Wars. It sounds like I need to watch The Clone Wars. Uh, and, and Clone Wars, Revorto. Because it just it just depresses me because I really am now like and I've said it in a previous episode, like I am not happy where Star Wars is right. because it feels like it's in this odd morass where it's like, at least if you're, it's like they can't even give us the, that heart sort of, of like what you're saying, Jane, they can't even consistently give us like that part of Star Wars mm-hmm. that like, uh, uh, kicks in all levels. You know, it's, it's why Mando worked is because Mando had zero charisma, but Grogu had infinite. Charisma, yes. And we yeah. would throw him up against things and it would still fall into the recognizable trope slash, you know, two characters uh, immediately that w- would work. And it made Star Wars bigger. And, and, and there's also like a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead, Jane. I think that the reason in hindsight that Mando works is because he started as an archetype and then he grew into a character who has that warmth and those those relationships with Grogu and is Mm -hmm. figuring out what he wants and is like feeling vital and present in the moment and, you know, developing his own code, whereas Boba just felt kind of inert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, The Mandalorian is literally a show that is trying to prove that they could have made a good Boba Fett show. Right? <laughs> right. It's basically saying, of course we can't do a Boba Fett show. We shouldn't do that. Let's yeah. make a, let, let's do this other guy, wink, who's not Boba Fett. And they proved that they could do it. And I disagree with the idea that you cannot do a good Boba Fett show. Yeah. Right. Because you can do a good anything show. They could they just make didn't. a good Salacious Crumb 
yeah. show. But I, I just wrote the good Boba Fett show. I've been here the whole time. Totally. <laughs> and haven't been hey. getting my oldest from like neighbors who there's no children in the background being like daddy give me candy hello (laughs) but um yeah no that's such a good point and you know i'm still god damn it man i think the whole the analogy of being forced to smoke cigarettes or drink too many milkshakes (laughs) i think that's the world we're in and i'm gonna be broke i I don't know why i accept it from marvel i think it's just because it's inherently kind of soulless um but it's so good at like pulling it just i think i I just close my mind off to the negatives and it works i think because star wars is so important to me yeah and i don't want to be a 35 year old guy who uh you know make star wars worse for 12 year olds i don't want to be that yeah yeah but i do think that we can make good things for 12 year olds and i don't know that book of boba fett's not for 12 year olds you know the the sequel trilogy and the prequels uh, should work to some extent for 12 years, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but, you know, it's, I don't know what the answer is, but it just leads me to feel listless and kind of frustrated and just being like, God damn it, I fucking hate our, our, our present. I hate this dystopian <laughs> future we're in where we're having all the stuff we ever wanted and it kind of sucks. Like, None of this, none of, like I love Mando, mm-hmm. uh, and I have, and you know, there's some weird episodes of Mando, but just the fact that this Boba Fett show and then the, them and the way that the the sequel trilogy played out, um, and you know, the way they like fired Lord and Miller and things like that, it just doesn't lead me to be hopeful. I guess you'd say, even though we had Mando in between it's, Solo, it's frustrating because it feels like they're white knuckling star wars a lot more yeah than marvel and they're letting the marvel they're letting the people they trusted to, to be a little weird like kind of i don't know because you get shit like wandavision's fucking weird but great loki was right. fucking weird but great right not not a thousand percent perfect but give Yo, me the weird shit We've even like that. <laughs> i was very like not super even like hawkeye i wasn't super like I, I honestly just like I don't know I, it's not the most interesting character to me and I really really enjoyed that show and I, th- yeah. I thought that was really good in a tight narrative and it just feels like Star Wars they are just gripping so tight and then they let it get weird sometimes and it's great with some Mandalorian and they have some creators that they trust and then Tim to your point it was like with the the, the sequel where they I, I also oh, I, God, I like we, Jedi we can't a lot. talk about how much we hate the sequels or I'm gonna Sorry. have to answer and then we're gonna fight and we're never gonna <laughs> talk again and I'm gonna have I, to get my tattoo of bounty buddies covered up and okay, it's gonna okay. be a no, whole thing I I, I just it, it feels like they're they're or they're not they're not going all in one way or the other they're like right. letting it get a little weird and then freaking out and pulling it back yep. or something and yeah it's Yep, and that's the you know uh, capitalistic corporatized media that needs to be four quadrant success that can't say anything, that can't show blood, that can't do this and can't do that. Um, and even if it's even if we get fun stuff that makes me want to cry in the movie theater uh, and positively, there is sort of a dark shadow behind a lot of it. And you know I'm excited for the Obi Wan show. I have no idea if it's gonna be, how it's gonna be good. But I, I'm very excited for it. Uh, I am not as tied to Ahsoka, but uh, she she seems rad, and it seems like she's one of the best characters in all Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited for the show. 
you know, I can't wait for the Cara Dune show. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a little different. It's probably not going to be in the world of Star Wars. And, you know, it's going to have some – and that one will be political. You know what? I'll, I'll have to bite my, my words when that was oh real political. God. It's going to be more of a YouTube show, and it is yeah, going to exactly. be sponsored by Protein Powder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the protein comes in, uh, you know, sawdust. Um, <laughs> See, but I, I know that there's, like – I never want to imply that I am okay with the corporate hegemony that drums out mm-hmm. all of our entertainment and such mm-hmm. and such. I will say, coming out of the book of Boba Fett, I thought misstep, um, weird, hopefully an experience that they can learn from. That's a and great point. And I, ca- I came back out of it excited for Mando again. Like, yep, that's a great point. Like, if anything, the fact mm-hmm. that Mando was so prominent in this show indicates yeah. that on some level, they knew that it wasn't working on its own. Yeah. yeah. And they and have to give Bryce Dallas Howard a whole season. Please give <laughs> Bryce know. Dallas Howard a whole season. <laughs> like, there are creators that I think do get it. Yeah. And it's just getting to a point where they are the ones doing the work and where Disney loosens the reins and let them, lets them be weird yep. for a while. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely. think we're in a place where that can happen with Mando. Yeah, um, that's a great point. Yeah. I think the negatives of the book of Boba Fett's can be, you know, just like the show itself, can be skewed as a positive. Yeah. Is they let the show come out as opposed yeah. to bearing it. As and, long as, like, yeah, as long as people take a sec, which is hard when you are you have a lot of stuff yeah. going, but as long as you take a sec and just go, like, great, what worked, what did it? And then you're not, like, more, more baby puppet. Because you're like, that's true, but, like, we also care right. about... Baby Puppet because yeah. we were scared for Baby Puppet and then Baby Puppet could kind of protect yeah. himself and instead of yeah. just being like, what about seven Baby Puppets then? And you're like, oh, we're going to Gremlins 2 this? Granted, yeah. I love Gremlins 2, but yeah. the entire, you know what I mean? Where they're just like, that's yeah. the joke of the sequel where they're just like, all right, you want a building full of Gremlins? <laughs> yeah, They've got to right. do an after action and figure out like what worked, what yeah. didn't work. Yep. Yeah. What should yeah, we do I- again? What shouldn't we do again? I, I don't, I just... I, yeah, if they if they can learn from their mistakes and move forward, as opposed to being like, oh, "This is why I don't try things." Yeah, which so often things are right. so expensive now. Yes, you know it happens huge, in video yeah. games all the time, where it's like, "Oh, the people who made uh, the the Tomb Raider games only made this much profit." Yeah, so Square Enix is gonna completely shut the studio. Shit like right. that happens all the time. Yeah. And it's really depressing that this sort of like bigger must always churn out better, more profit, more profit. Um, and really, you know, it's what um, uh, Stellan Skarsgård said. It's like, yeah, most of these big things, they're not bad movies. It's just, to, they're not making movies. They're making toothbrushes or flip-flops yeah. or, you know, the, the the parts in a car for the windshield wipers. Right. To them, it's a commodity. And that sucks, but, you know, that does lead to us getting a lot of fun and weird stuff. Yeah. So as long as we have the balance and as long as it doesn't suck the room out of things, we're fine. And they have seemed to have been giving... Uh, some of these shows to people that don't have a lot of experience, like yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, who has directed very few things. Sure, she's a great actress, but like you know, it's not always a one-to-one yeah. thing. So that's that is a, a good part. And as long as they kind of look at it and be like, "Hey, man, we 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 can learn from this." Then mm-hmm. yeah, that that is a reason for hope. Yeah, I mean, to look back at the TV seasons that they've done and say, "Okay, the weakest one was the one that we did about Boba Fett." 
mm-hmm. and the anthology movies and go, the weakest one was the one that we did about Han Solo. I hope that they sit with that yep, and yep, they realize, yep. sure, like, yeah. we're not well, going to get there if right. we dwell in the past too much. Which we is why the great takeaway. show. Yeah. Like, Hopefully that is that is the lesson that I hope that they kind of take out of this is that which ones which shows made people really really happy or yep. caught up and it's that's, not the ones where they're you know that's true and I think a big resonance uh, I hope that is like a a thing that you know is seen because now we can sort of put numbers to it and stuff with Twitter and everything is that like Luke Skywalker popped up. Sorry. Why am I whispering? Like it's a spoiler <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Did you, you know. guys know about Luke, this? <laughs> like Luke Skywalker himself popped up and I didn't see any big ripple and granted like Mando season two yeah. have like a thing, but it was, yeah. an, and then when, you know, Cad Bane pops up, everyone's like, he, he's trending. Yes. yes. I live yeah. in a world now where Cad Bane's trending on Twitter. Yeah. And I, it and was I hope that's only thing negative of, things about Luke Skywalker where it's like, right. Here's why it was so expensive and why it didn't work. It's like, did you guys see that? Where it's like they yep. used AI for the voice and that yes. sucked. And they loaded uh, all the audio from like the original trilogy and stuff. Yeah. And, and I hope that like, I, Jane, I could not agree with you more. I couldn't agree with all you more. Like where I hope that it's like, well, let's just go forward. You know, like, and like Ahsoka's right, yep. getting a thing. Let's see new planets and weird stuff. And like, we can, you know, harken back to some stuff, but like, let's just go forward. Like the nostalgia, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't quite hit in a way. Like we like nostalgia as a concept, but it's hard to, do it (laughs) true and yeah yeah and i would i honestly would have not been opposed to boba fett being like i don't wear that armor anymore like i wear like the tuscan outfit that they gave me and i fight this way and that's who i am and i'd be like it's a big swing very very different visual but like i think i would have liked that more than just like and i'm back you know what i mean like where we landed Mm -hmm. of just like and now i do this thing i guess (laughs) yeah yeah you you don't want to wear this do you (laughs) omar (laughs) a good point yeah nostalgia is a great spice. Mm-hmm. Se- not no no. That was not an intentional <laughs> pun. It's a great seasoning. And if they're running it through your town, no sorry. <laughs> but it shouldn't. Yeah. Just say but no. It's to not a meal. It's, it's it, you shouldn't eat a spoon. It's not a meal by itself. Yes, it's, that is. Yeah. What a great yeah, don't do the it. cinnamon. Cha- don't do the cinnamon. <laughs> no, challenge. Don't do the nostalgia <laughs> cinnamon challenge. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's well, the they thing say that, that yeah. nostalgia is an outcropping of depression, uh, and I agree to that. So Interesting. I should probably try to avoid it. Well, at least we don't have thoughts? any of that coming up in more media. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Again, fucking put pull the cement truck full of memories. I'll open my mouth, and I, you know, I'm not saying I'm. I'm not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. That being said, I just bought, did not buy the first Pokemon game ever. So eventually I'll make a choice, I think. But in there's some of the, the, the Marvel shows I didn't watch until I got sick. So, you know, maybe, <laughs> but you know, I, I'll, I'm not saying I won't watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm dumb. Gimme, gimme. Gimme the sweet treaty <laughs> cotton candy. Uh, it's just that I wish it was a little bit better mm-hmm. and maybe it will. You know, it's not horrible. The Taika Waititi show is going to slap. Like, oh, what a good point. Like, he would not be involved if they were making him do stuff that was not what he wanted to do. He would Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm hopeful they have loosened up after the Lord and Miller and some of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they look, the shows look incredible. Like, no matter what, I'm just like, this episode, I was like, I can't believe what my eyeballs are experiencing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The Rancor looked great. I I don't know why, but I can't believe what's happening. Yeah. Oh, totally. They, and they, again, they did a lot of practical effects in the mm-hmm. show, which I kind of mm-hmm. want to give props to. 
Interestingly, Thank you, Werner is, Herzog. Is this the first time we've closed a season of Bounty Buddies and didn't know what the next show was going to be? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you count that I thought the book of Boba Fett was going to be a book. <laughs> and you guys are like, no, it's not. And like, it could be. And it's like, no, they said it's not. Like, oh, okay. They're releasing <laughs> in chapters. <laughs> yeah. I, I will Cross say, media. if it's if it's Obi Wan, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do Tatooine again so soon. So because well, like, I have a new plan grappling to with his inner demons in Tatooine. Let's yeah. push that off to like twenty twenty six. Ahsoka goes to a third desert planet, not no. Jakku, not Tatooine. No. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, probably if I had to say any of them, I'd say probably the Ahsoka show would yeah. be next, or the Ranger oh. show. I don't think the Ranger show is happening. Oh, that's, that's the one that they're yeah. canceling. But they, they have yeah, a- that's happening on Truth TV or whatever the <laughs> thing is. Uh, Obi Wan's the only one that's had teasers aplenty. God, so unless they're stealth dropping it, Mando three or Ahsoka one, it's most likely going to be Obi Wan. No, I can't. I can't. He's gonna leave, and then we're gonna see fucking um, who played uh, Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen. Yep. Yeah, yeah, is that right? Yeah, uh, he's gonna be. be <sighs> well, maybe we'll do one big podcast episode for the whole season, like one recording. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just, you know, God damn, bring your sunscreen. They just shouldn't <laughs> do it right after this. One. I'm yeah. I'm more great sand. If we, more sand. Yeah. No, it's I'm good. Tatooine has been saved. It's saved. Yep. Tatooine has been saved. It's everything is great there. Yeah. It's a utopia, and uh, we don't ever need to go back there again. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, uh, listening. And uh, even though it was inconsistent on the program side, still a very quote unquote interesting show. Uh, really fun to talk about, I would say. Yeah. Probably more fun to talk mm-hmm. about than, um, well, no, Mandalorian was really fun to talk about, too. But, uh, <laughs> can, more consistently fun being like, huh? Uh, than Mandalorian always was, uh, except for, like, Space Boston and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I guess we'll see you at whatever the next program yes. is. We don't know what that is. Back on Tatooine. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, Tatooine Chronicles <laughs> this time the past. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm going to be all fucked up because like, wait, Obi-Wan is here now? Oh my god. <laughs> now I don't know what's happening at all. Uh, let's go around the horn one final time, unless we decide we have more to say. We want to release a in between or something. Uh, and let's do some plugs. Let's start with you, Omar. Hey, everybody. I'm Omar. Uh, you can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. And I play a ghost writer, uh, an author who is a ghost on the show Power Play on Sundays on uh, yeah. the Q-Times Twitch channel. So check that out. Very moody, very emotional. And I have some other less emotional stuff coming up for RPG. Just lots of RPGs. So just let's just hang out on Twitter. <laughs> That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh, how about you, Pat? Hey, uh, I am at the Pat Edwards everywhere. I'm thepatedwards.com. I'm a writer. You can check out my novel series, Space Tripping. I do uh, game writing. You know, I write uh, some done some independent TTRPG writing, the Red Opera, Sirens, Battle of the Bards. Cool. 
Cool. How about you, Jane? Do you want to be like me, boring all of your friends with long asides about Star Wars <laughs> The Clone Wars? Well, go to clonewars.watch for a uh, quick start watch list that cuts out about half of the overall runtime of the show because it came out uh, long enough ago that it's all like 22 episode seasons. And some of those 22 <laughs> episodes are um, weird and not very <laughs> interesting. Um, Jar Jar getting horny. Um, but yeah, go to Clone Wars or watch. Uh, you know, it's it's a great show. It really enhanced my enjoyment of all mm-hmm. of these TV shows. Now they're only making it more and more canonical. Yep. Uh, so yep. yeah, so it's worth the time to at least try and watch it and see if it's something that you're into. Yep. Uh, Some of the earlier stuff is kind of rough, but once you just realize it's the past. Yeah, uh, and, and I will say on. the guy does have a um note at the top for if you start watching it and the first season is just too rough for you and you can't do it just mm-hmm. jump into like this point like 16 episodes in or whatever and then try it again <laughs> so um yeah. no you have to watch the movie or whatever you have to watch yoda <laughs> running through the worst animated like uh, uh forest ever absolutely um, and if you come yeah. to geekly con sign up for my rpgs because i typically Ooh. run a hundred RPG, not actually a hundred, but a lot of RPGs. Lord, let that please happen this year. Yes. No, it's happening. It's happening. Unless something really bad happens. I mean, we went to Gen Con. What's the worst that can happen? (laughs) Uh, Cool beans. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning, and I do various RPG things like Green's Adventurers, which our second campaign just started recently. We stream that every Monday. What day was it going out? Every Tuesday night. At around 8.45 p.m. EST, uh, new episodes on your podcast every Monday. Also stream every Thursday at around 2 p.m. No, at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Right now playing through Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which is a published D&D adventure. Also have a Naruto podcast where we go through uh, Naruto and review to it. Naruto's actually really, really good, uh, uh, surprisingly. I didn't realize that. It's a... It's all, it's all about being a child soldier and how that's bad and uh, how you can redeem any bad guy if you see them as a person, which I didn't realize. But uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. That's usually the best place to find any of the other fun stuff I do. Until next time. I didn't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hum da dum hum da dum hum dum